welcome hello guys and welcome back it is david here and if you can't read my sign i'm in las vegas nevada and i'm at casino quest and i was muted only moments ago for those who are going to enjoy some lip reading uh but there we go we're live look at this i got my red bill we, we ran out of ghost sadly uh i'm gonna just really? kind of talk you betrayed huh you crossed over. You're I've, I've crossed over, dude. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we got to fill up the dead space. As you know, um, sometimes I have trouble filling in the dead space. Uh, that's not true. I'm like the wall of sound. Phil Spector, dude. I met that guy. I actually met that guy, Phil Spector, with the big crazy hair. He's in jail now. Oh, I think he might have oh, passed Jesus. away. He might have passed away. He's in jail. Yeah, he killed some people, dude. It was rough for him. But he rented an apartment at a place I worked at because uh, David's done a, quite a few things. Uh, this was shortly after Scientology. And uh, yeah, he rented a garden apartment to have some parties in. But uh, yeah. Anyway, All right, so Alan uh, welcome Toy's, back. Alan Toy's asking if you watched this 30 year old challenge, are you proud of him? I am so proud of you, dude, but I haven't watched your challenge. So. <laughs> but I'm proud of you, anyways. Atta boy. Uh, I heard about it, I heard it was epic. I've been so busy. Even my car is an absolute mess. That's how busy I am. So uh, it, it's embarrassing. Uh, but I did hear that you did a fantastic job. Congratulations. Are you number one? Because now someone messed, someone messaged us about the leaderboard being uh, you know, screwed up. Is the leaderboard still screwed up? Do we have a leaderboard? Who's the leader right now? How does my, how does look, my $5? Look, don't don't ask anywhere me. I, I don't edit list? them. Because I, I bailed with $5. I got to take that challenge again, dude. Just so you know, I need to do a, um, a redo. And uh, all right, well, we have a fantastic show for you if you haven't already heard. This is going to be the worst in Vegas. And amazingly, believe it or not, uh, I'm a very unfiltered individual. And sometimes I will say things I probably shouldn't. I lose out on a lot of business and a lot of friendships, a lot of a lot of things basically, uh, because I, I tend to uh, insert foot into mouth kind of thing a lot. Oh, okay. So so Alan Toy says uh -oh. he's the leader, but number two and four uh, through four are incorrect. So everything else is right. Everything else is right. All right, that's good. So I was gonna say like I was gonna try and go ahead and be filtered, but that's not gonna happen. So we're just gonna go off the rails for this one. <laughs> so join me for a fantastic episode of uh, The Worst in Vegas. And uh, we are gonna go down the, we're gonna do it, we're gonna split it up, we're gonna do it the worst for locals and the worst on the strip. And I've compiled a list, it's not too long because we're trying to get the hell out of here before uh, the sun goes down. Is the sun down? I think the sun's already I down, never mind. Right. It's too late. Never mind, it's too late. Is, is enough people in, the, uh, in, in this uh, thing, should I just start moving forward with the con oh wait wait i gotta plug some stuff you gotta plug some so stuff. here's the first stuff we have some tables coming uh we have some manufacturers that are coming online to make us some fantastic tables so you can get brand new finished tables between like the five and six thousand mark uh, these are going to be eight and ten feet tables and uh brand new fantastic stuff and uh, they are coming to us within about 30 days. So stay tuned for that. You'll be able to find them on shopcasinoquest.com. So we have been slowly migrating over to the Shopify site that we have evolved. We should have started with Shopify at the beginning, to be honest. By the way, unpaid sponsorship. 
We were with another company who like we weren't able to do downloads, everything was disconnected, but needless to say, we're learning. Again, we, we didn't start out on retail. A couple of years ago, I was bent over a crap table. So we're, it's been a little bit of a learning curve, just, just, uh, just so you know. And we are finally figuring things out and figuring what people like and what they don't like. But it's been a fantastic experience seeing uh, all of us. We've been sold out Fridays and Saturdays. Reservations have been through the roof despite Omicron and everything else that's going on. So we're very excited about that. So uh, prepare yourself. ShopCasinoGlass.com. And thank you, John. Uh, get, get your ass in gear, buddy. Okay? Get those tails. <laughs> all right. Uh, moving on from there. What else do we have? Oh, do you have my promo slide? There you go. Just in case anybody, nobody missed it. We have cqdealers.com for uh, if you want to learn blackjack, roulette, and bock. Don't want to forget that. Patreon.com, Casino Quest. So we are evolving Patreon. As you know, we're going to make an announcement at the end. We have a surprise announcement about one of our key staff members. And uh, we're going we're gonna to let that out at the end. We don't want anybody to be too depressed during the, the, the podcast. Even though it is I mean the worst stuff in vegas that's thrown out the window if you've already watched the vlog on tycoon but oh really that's already well how do you know see now you spilled the beans dude they didn't know that's what it was okay but yes if you already start on our vegas tycoons vlog then you kind of know what the beans are and we're gonna do a kissy kissy hug a hug and uh call that chapter the end <laughs> uh, we're gonna move on what? listen here buddy what? can you get back to my slide are you okay listen here yeah kissy hey kissy hug hug that's how you end things. That's how you start new. That's how you start new. All right. Uh, but we are those casinos. We're a lot of love for, you know, the. So we were we gave away the farm on Patreon, by the way, the three dollar tier. We put out all those videos originally because we got our YouTube channel got spanked. And so in an effort to kind of move everybody, we were so worried we were going to get kind of whacked that uh, we, we just went all in on Patreon. We had no choice uh, at the time. We weren't really big anyways, So we were like, eh, we'll do this. Uh, now things have changed now that we have you know a team and people we got to pay and things like this but we are working on evolving patreon quite a bit so in terms of like early releases we're even working on a live class so we have the class going up onto uh, our join feature on CEG dealer school so we have quite a few classes by the way when is the pie thing going up is that next yeah. we did a pie with Becky pie and uh, I think that's going up uh, tomorrow or today or tomorrow. 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 Uh, but we are, so th there's quite a few lessons. There's a lot of lessons, a lot of raw, raw material. Uh, but in terms of like a formalized, because we, so far, the CQ dealers is not going to have crafts for a while. That's just not going to happen. So we are going to move some of that content onto our Patreon, make it available in bits and pieces. And I know a lot of you are asking for like the sheets the pdfs and the downloads and things like that so that those are things we're we're getting a wrapping our head around it's a bit slow i mean we we have uh this week has been rough we had quite a few people out uh called in sick and yeah, uh no, so we had teachers down we had casino quest employees down we've had to cover poor alex has been bent over all week long uh but anyways so we're we're trying to do that all right and then of course uh, twitch if you want to watch alex play and donk it out you want to get that giggle in the back of your head so you can't get it out uh there twitch.com casino quest live and then of course uh, our new vegas tycoons channel on youtube is uh it's uh, what the hell's your name again i'm looking at you and i can't figure out i want to call you sticky so bad but but uh dennis 
Dennis and Jet, it's their sort of love affair with everything that's going on in their life. And they really are evolving as tycoons. I mean, they're doing, Jet's taking over a lot of the media responsibilities now. And Dennis is our, our only opportunity. No. <laughs> you got to go to bed. It's a little bit of an inside joke, dude. Inside joke right now. I, I, listen, do I, I didn't finish here? my sentence. Why, why do I work here? I didn't finish my sentence. We love Dennis. Dennis does a fantastic job. He's been promoted like eight times, just so you know. He's only gotten a raise two of those times, but he's been promoted eight. <laughs> That's terrible. That is just terrible. By the I, way, David, I think I'm just. Can gonna, we go back to that haircut? Can we go back? David, Does he look fantastic with this new hair? David, I'm giving my two second notice. Two second notice. Bye. Wow. Hey, and then you just leave the camera over there, and I'm just like hanging out with my coffee. Oh my god. All right. Well, let's move on. Because everybody's here for the content. You know, that's all the plugs we can do. But we do have bills. All right. So we, um, I've lived here for 30 plus years, minus a, a little bit of time. I moved to Arizona, moved to LA, this kind of thing. No one cares, of course, but uh, I, I've lived all around town. I've lived throughout the entire city for the most part, lived in most sections of Vegas, uh, evicted from a few of them, uh, had a tough life for a minute uh, as a dealer. I wasn't the most responsible person. I was a bit of a gambler and uh, I did have, I did drink a little bit, this kind of thing, you know. Uh, I was young once before, uh, but anyways, okay. Uh, so we're gonna split this up into the worst of the local Vegas, and then we're gonna go to the worst of the strip stuff. The strip stuff, I think, for many of you is gonna be more exciting. But I thought I would throw in the local part because there's a lot of you moving to Vegas, experiencing Vegas for yourself for the first time. We get asked a lot of questions: where to live, what to do, how things are. And I will tell you, there's a few worse things. The next episode, we're gonna work. We're gonna focus from now on on some of the better things. So we're gonna go over some of the things that we like the most, the best things. Uh, but we thought we would stay in the same vein and just go over the worst in Vegas. So number one on the worst list, and all of you will probably relate to this. I think no matter where you are in the world, this rings true. Uh, it's the next slide, buddy. I know, but I was waiting for you to say something. So oh I switch well, no, over. just show it to them because then it'll be like, bam! There's the DMV. We have the worst DMV ever devised. So the DMV on many levels here is uh, quite the nightmare. Uh, first of all, they say they have appointments, but appointments really don't mean a lot because you're still expect to wait. So your appointment might be at 2.15 and about 4.15, give or take 15 minutes, you should be seen. There are some categories where your appointment will get you right in, but for the most part, it's not a seamless process. They have made efforts to improve the lines and they've been epic fails. So they, they had this number thing, this number system where you were able to plug in with your number and then leave, actually leave the DMV or you had your number assigned to you sort of by mobile or by phone and then it would call you or let you know like five, 10 minutes, give you a reasonable amount of time to get to the DMV, show up and do your thing. And of course, that ended up being a huge glitch and people were sort of uh, you know back in line and you would, you would run to the DMV and then they were like, who are you, what's going on? And as you can see, like the DMV in the box, every single time, and I mean every single time, I've been to the, the DMV that's literally used to be right behind my house. This machine sat there with this sign on it, uh, which seems a bit absurd. Now, meanwhile, Arizona's got this figured out. You can dial it in from Alaska and get your Arizona driver's license. I, quite literally, I still have been getting duplicate driver's license from Arizona because I, I, have, I technically have an address there that I can use. And those, uh, those licenses are good till you're 65. Have you ever had someone come? We've had, well, we've had a girl come to the school with her Arizona ID. 
and she was in her 50s and she had gotten this many years earlier and no longer looked the same. Uh, a few plastic surgeries later kind of oh thing. Oh my god. Uh, and it was always it was always so stunning. Like you would think Arizona like update uh, update the ID a little bit, but she hung on to this for dear life. I think every time she went into the plastic surgeon, she was like, "Listen, dial it back to this uh, this picture right here." Her 21-year-old uh, picture. Wow, but anyways, really? Yeah, you get one ID till you're 65, dude. It's fantastic. I mean, for those of us, I, I don't trust that whole system to be out because there's some people at 60 that need to be reevaluated. You know what I mean? I mean, um, you know, you still got a driver's well, license, but also but you, you got don't no look arms. the same. How, huh? how would they know? How would they know dude, how you look? It, it's a very confusing thing. I'm not sure what's going on in Arizona. It's a very different state. They don't, they don't do. Um, they don't do time save. They don't do a lot of things like the rest of the country. It's a very independent state. Nevada, we think we're independent. They're, they're pretty independent. Can you imagine you get your ID when you're 21 and meanwhile you're 60, you got no arms, you can't see past your, you know, your eyebrow, and somehow this is you. It doesn't make sense. But anyways, here in Nevada, if you come here, uh, good luck. They, they, they're starting to upload things online, but for the most part, you're a bit screwed. There's not a lot of things you can dial in other than the registration, you can renew that online. But and, and um, look, especially in the DMV here in Vegas, mm -hmm. do not try to walk in. You'll be there for five hours. It doesn't matter what your appointment is. Yeah, don't, don't walk, especially nowadays. By the way, they have these security guards that sit out there. They aren't police. Uh, they aren't the, what is it at the airport? The ATF, what is it? Not ATF. Uh, TSA. TSA. They're worse than TSA on so many levels. I mean, it's amazing because they take on this whole authoritative role. I mean, I've actually seen a woman cry. Uh, as they were, as this guy's just screaming at her. I mean, it's just absurd. But the DMV here, it just sucks. Uh, luckily, that's not a that's not a tough one. We shouldn't get any real negative comments about that one because I think most people agree. I don't know what it is about DMV employees, but uh, wow, they just dial it in, dude. Oof, God. I mean, there's some tough dealers out there, but man, DMV. I don't I don't know I don't know why that is. All right, the next thing is is like the worst neighborhoods in town. We get asked that literally more than any other question. And so I, I've narrowed it down to basically two areas of town. And I, I, want to, I want to deal with this first area in terms of like historical reference points. And I've excluded crime statistics, dude. I have. Uh, only because I, I think they're very skewed. I think a lot of people that are involved in crime affect other people that are involved in crime. And so, like, you go into a neighborhood as someone who isn't dealing drugs, let's just say, and maybe you're not getting shot that day because you're not dealing drugs. You follow? Like, so I don't believe crime statistics on the surface are... No, I'm telling you right now, dude. I've been in neighborhoods that are supposedly the worst. And, uh, dude, I've driven through, thumbed a ride, not had any issues. I think it's all relative. I mean, it depends on what, you know, what you're going to do, you know, what your goal is. You know what I'm saying? Do you feel me, buddy? He's young. He doesn't understand. I, I, I mean, it's just the way you're describing it. It's the, not, it's not media, about what you're saying. It's huh? how you're describing it. What's what's going on? What's the matter? It's English here. Is it English? Am I speaking English? Uh, the media sensationalizes stuff, like, quite literally. Instead of telling you, like, why something happened, they're like, oh, my God, crime is up 90%. Well, it's up 90% because, you know, two gang lords have been duking it out for two weeks. You know what I mean? Like, that. it could have been next door. I could care less. It doesn't affect me. You know what I mean? That's not my thing. Now, if you walk into my casino and you start winning money, that's a story. That's a story we can all dial home, right? Okay. So here, here's the first slide we have for you because uh, slides are good. There's a picture. So this area around the stratosphere, who we love, is called Naked City. 
and there's the nighttime picture, which looks fantastic, and the daytime picture, which looks less fantastic. And uh, that, that big piece that you see, that's sort of the back of the strat as it abuts the, the area behind it. And interestingly, they, they have done a lot. There's a community center and pool, but Naked City has always gotten a tough rap. And rightly so, it's a difficult place. I mean, it's not a place you want to be walking through late at night, you know, with, with unattended, let's just say. Unless you're looking to be attended, you start out unattended and you want to be attended five minutes in, that could be a thing, I don't know. But, but Naked City used to require, like if you went to Naked City, you couldn't go there unless you had an address on your license that said you lived there. Like a, like a cab wouldn't even let you go there. And the cops would harass the hell out of you if they found you in this area without a home. Like if you were just hanging out, loitering, looking for something to do. Amazingly, there are two 7-Elevens within a, within a close, uh, you know, neck to neck of each other. I, I, Dennis is dancing. Wow, what are you listening to, buddy? Why, how is it you're dancing? What, what's going through your head? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not dancing. I'm you're, just, you're not dancing? I'm just swaying. I, I you're swaying? What, what's going on with you? Nothing. I, 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 got, you, I got nothing in my hands. Do you need ears. help? We got to call somebody? Are you good? You, you can keep going. Keep I going? Mean. Oh, okay. Because, uh, yeah, I wish I could turn the camera. I'm, you guys need to see this. Well, why? So anyway, why so here's it? Naked City. And it gets a bad rap. It gets a much more, it's sensationalized all the time. Just because some, you know, a cab driver was lit on fire and left to, you know, die at the side of the road. I mean, these things happen. Uh, it's, it's not really that bad, to be honest with you. I, I've walked through there many times, haven't had too many issues. Um, but, it, but it definitely does get a bad rap. But it's being gentrified quickly. And originally the goal, Bob Stupak's goal, was to kind of take out all these weekly motels and slowly sort of upgrade the area around Naked City. And, you know, some of that, some of that worked out, some of it didn't work out. And it's, it's an area that's close to the Strip. It's cheap. It's very inexpensive. And so it attracts some of the baddest, you know, some of the worst elements, quite honestly. But at the same time, again, I, I feel like the media sensationalizes a lot of what goes on over there. Like if there's one issue that happens, it's like, oh, my God, because it it looks like it's a bad neighborhood. Right. It, it looks like one of the worst places to be in town. And uh, realistically, it, it, it's just not it, it's not it's not nearly as bad as it's made out to be. But anyways, uh, that's the whole naked city here. Go down. But but here's what we'll say is as a general rule. The east side of Vegas tends to be, has a lot of rough spots. Now, Vegas, as you know, is split up into lots of different neighborhoods. It's literally like neighborhood to neighborhood to neighborhood. There'll be one great neighborhood, one neighborhood a little bit depressed. So it really depends. So I'm not trying to like cancel out all of East uh, Vegas. And the police line is me sensationalizing the East Vegas. Because I pulled up the east side. This is the picture I was presented. This is the first picture that came up, by the way. And I'm like, well, that makes kind of sense. But, and not all the east side. There's a lot of really wonderful neighbor, uh, wonderful neighborhoods on the east side of Vegas. I've lived on the east side of Vegas most of my life, I would say, here in Vegas. Because it tends to be a little cheaper. It gets a bad rap. Uh, there's not a lot of infrastructure. A lot of, not a lot of money being pumped. If you look at the... Uh, you know what's going on with like the boulevard mall holy crap the boulevard mall dude we could talk about it every day that's the worst mall in vegas i don't even have that slide on here whole right no yeah no it's 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 kind of weird to be honest I it mean, went from being an actual mall to being a swap didn't mate. you go on your first date there dude was no, that the mall? That no, was the other mall. That was, that was Galleria Mall. Where did you mall. buy your girlfriend a dress? That was Galleria Mall. Galleria Mall. That's still a nice mall, no? That's still a nice mall, but, yeah. but Boulevard went downhill. Quick. Well, you, you could have taken the train through Boulevard and, and really just done all your shopping, so that's fantastic. We like that. 
Uh, Boulevard has the best steakhouse in town, though, just as an off note. If you want to go to Primal, it's considered to be the top steakhouse, dude. It's top steakhouse. Can you imagine all these really foofy, expensive steakhouses on the strip? And this is the one. Primal. Anyways, it was good. Service was weird, but the food was fantastic. It's definitely worth it. So, uh, anyways, all right. Well, what did we have there? I don't even remember what we had. So, there's, there's, a few, there's a few things with East Side Vegas that's really impacting the East Side negatively. One is really just the mass exodus of everybody. The minute you get any money, you get a job, you feel good about yourself, everybody's like, go west, young man, go west. You know, Or go south, southwest, far north, these kinds of things. So, so this is what's contributed to, I, I think, sort of the the evolutionary negative cycle that is East Side Vegas. Um, and, and I think for in the near future, it's only gonna impact it uh, in a negative way. Um, so we'll see what happens, right? Yeah. All right. Okay, um, we're gonna go up to uh, my next thing. My worst thing about Vegas is the big lie. Uh, is this local? Yeah. So here in Vegas, if you're not already aware, it, the media focuses on everything that's negative all throughout the week, every day of the week, whatever goes on where someone dies, gets run over, uh, it's it's literally the center news. So this is a bit of a local thing. So if you know those of you visiting the strip, you might not turn on the you know local channel A, channel 13, whatever the case is, but it's literally just everything worse, the worst possible thing over and over. And I think this happens in a lot of areas uh, throughout the country, right? I think for the most part, wherever you live, this is the focus, the big drama. How do we make everybody go, oh my God. Uh, but this is a clickbaity thing and people love to watch this crap. And it just, it, I grow tired of it. Uh, I really do. Sometimes, uh, I, like a lot of you, I think, we, we have to shut off the news and move on to something more entertaining like Kino uh, or Mary Poppins or things like this, right, buddy? What do you, what do, you do? What's, what's your happy place? What's my happy anime? place? Like, what do you mean? Anime, basically. I oh, mean, but it, you watch anime where there's a lot of death and mayhem and, right? Well, Everybody anyway. has a happy place. You can't watch the news all day. You'd kill yourself. I mean, it would be like it's just well, you it's, it's either like Casey Neistat's vlogs oh, or really? like a movie. That's pretty positive stuff, no? Yeah, I, I've no, watched this stuff, right? It's no, it's about, actually pretty good. Uh, or like movies or anime. Just it really depends on what I'm in the mood for. Yeah, every week a new Marvel movie comes out, so you can see that. I uh, know, no, no, not, I mean, no Marvel. Marvel number eighty-five coming soon. <laughs> they I, should I just start more. numbering them. They should just start no. Numbering they should them. start numbering. They should do like Fast and Furious and just you know <laughs> just F nine. I like just how they F9. just name up. Yeah, yeah. Um, so here in Vegas is a lot of that. It's you know we have two million people. Shit happens. You know. I wish I wish the focus. I wish we would find at least a few more stories about the positive things that are going on. But of course, that's just how it goes. So it's amazing the number of people that come to me and like, oh, is it safe to go down? Yes, it's safe to go down the strip. Of course, the, of course, traffic. Of course, crime is up on the strip because a lot more people coming to this trip. So for a year, we didn't have a whole lot of people. Everything was locked down. There weren't a lot of statistics to collect, and now that's changed. So yes, um, crime is up. Incidents are up. All those things are up compared to last year, right? But in general, I, I've never had an issue, me personally. I, I know people that, that have had issues, in most cases minor. I've never been part of a shooting here or nothing like that. We did have, we did have the mall one time was locked down because of a, an issue. Uh, yeah. But the mall is always right on top of it, man. If they hear of anything within like a five mile radius, we get like warnings. It's quite something. So they're, they're great with that. All right. 
So don't don't listen. If you're coming to Vegas or you're coming to the school or you're planning to participate, you know, I, I'm happy to help you kind of work through, like help you where you want to live, what kind of what are the best job opportunities, all those, you know, all those great questions. Uh, in terms of the rest of it and, and how the media should say slides and stuff, maybe less so. I, I don't I don't have all that information. All right. Uh, are you ready? ready? Here's the worst local casino by far. Here it is. Bam. They're going to hate me after this, but that's okay. I'm good with that. This is Silver Sevens. used to be a Hotel Continental, and then they put a big fence around. If you don't know the history, the, the partners uh, involved with Hotel Continental had some kind of little battle. Overnight, they put a fence around the whole property. As people were showing up to go to work, there was a fence around the property. They couldn't get to work. That was a bit exciting. I actually lived very close by, and it was fun. It, you drove, You drove there. And you could see people like people that were trying to get into work just sort of parked on the side of the road trying to figure out why the hell is there a fence? It's one of these little chain link fence they had around the whole place. Anyways, then it became, uh, eventually it was purchased by Terribles and they named it Terribles Casino. That didn't last too long, as you can imagine. And then ultimately it became this Silver Sevens. At some point, they, um, they just said, screw it and, uh, you know, cash this check in. Uh, so as Terribles, they they did some renovations and quite a few actually. You could do the new carpeting, the the decor inside was uh, changed. Uh, the buffet, is, as far as I know, was updated. The cafe area, so they say they made some pretty significant improvements. But at some point, they just said, you know, screw it, we're out. And this place has descended to madness as a, as a local property. And, and I say that more so because I used to frequent it as a Hotel Continental, and it was kind of a dive, but it was a cute, it was a cozy dive. The sports book was kind of interesting. It was a lot of activity. They had this this famous, you know, poker game that was the end. When I say famous, I mean a one-two limit game <laughs> at the end of the pit, which was kind of fun. If you really wanted to see people about to check out, and I mean check out, they had some fantastic poker players there, dude. You could, like, just literally just pace the ambulance outside. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, I died. Oh, God, that's terrible. Did you hear me laugh there? That's terrible. That's terrible. But anyways, Silver Sevens, I, every single interaction I've had with this casino over the last couple of years has been just absolutely terrible. I had some friend of mine, a friend of mine that booked a room there for a whole week and then came and um, ended up getting a shuttle from the airport and had two pieces of luggage with him. And when he went to check in, they referred him to the Players Club to... Uh, hold his luggage. So, so, so a lot of hotels will have some place where you can put your luggage temporarily, right? While you're transitioning, let's say from another room or maybe from your from the airport, like this was. Uh, they didn't have anything. They had no luggage check. They had nothing there, which is understandable. Small casino, got it. So they sent him to the players club desk, and the players club guy is like, "Yeah, I don't know why they sent you here. We're not watching your luggage." Yada yada. Back to the other lady. The lady's like, "Yeah, it's not a problem." Watch. That guy's like, sorry, sir. You know, and meanwhile, like six hours later, you know, he's got to lug his luggage around. I mean, it's uh, plus they used to have the best macaroni salad uh, there was. This buffet dude had a fantastic macaroni salad. Sounds like was, you frequent this place a lot. I went, well, I lived right near it. I lived right near it, and it was cheap and it was accessible. It was a lot of fun. People were fun. I mean. Nowadays, like you go in there and you can tell these people are just miserable. Well, now you have to be over 21 to even walk in. Or... Are you kidding me? Don't you remember we tried to go in? Oh, that's another thing. That's such nonsense, dude. I don't know what happened. That guy was literally on roids at that time. I don't know what happened. I, I, this isn't a 21 property. There's all sorts of. So we we tried to walk in just the front door, 
and we were approached by a security guard who who literally would not let Dennis proceed into the property. Uh, it was absurd. I was actually there to visit the pit uh, or about a job, and they were like, yeah, no, sorry. I, 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 I understand, like, Dennis never goes into the pit because he's not even 21 yet, but not he can't walk into the whole property. Uh, that's absurd. But anyway, Silver 7, that's the worst local casino. Maybe they'll change. I would have said Tuscany. Uh, Tuscany is another one, but we added that to the other list. Uh, all right, I'm going to stop for a minute. Do we have any feedback, any questions? Is anybody there? Should I say hello to the to the regulars? Well, the regulars are here. Everybody regular is there? How regular uh, are we? <laughs> um, yeah, there's, any a, there's 180 people watching. Wow, right 180 people? Fantastic. Um, some people are calling me a weeaboo, which makes sense. Uh, a weeaboo? Pr Principal Skinner says Demon Slayer. Uh, oh. For anyone who doesn't know, you don't know, but uh, it was a good anime. It was a good. I actually read the manga. Really? That's your happy uh, place. Cause his happy Qu place. Quincy Finest. I cannot answer your question. Really? But uh, no comment. Oh God! Is it one of those, dude? I mean, I can't say it because is this it, is YouTube. Is it a girthy question? Uh, well, again, this is YouTube. I can't say it. Oh, got it. All right, I understand. Yeah, we're trying not to be demonetized today. In fact, oosh, crap! I used the word. Holy crap! Hey, and um, we are going to have a a prize for someone at the end, uh, and we're not asking for anything. We're just going to give it away. So, uh, yeah. You ready? Should we yep. tell them what it is? It's going to be one of these Bitcoins with one of our koi fish. Yeah, you can't really see it. It's a gold Bitcoin. For those of us who don't have a Bitcoin or didn't get in on that action when it was like pennies or a fraction of a pennies, we got these nice, but we're going to give it away at the end. Okay, so you're going to have to, you know, have to stay tuned. You can always mute the volume, just so you know. Okay, you can always mute. But uh, there we go. And there's a koi fish. Thank you, Mar. All right, the next one we're going to do is we're, we're going to do the, the worst thing about Vegas, in my opinion. Keep going. Keep going? Oh, I want them to just absorb that koi fish. We have the, we are actually have metal coins. We have literally coins coming with this design, which are on a whole nother level. We're going to be uh, selling those for our legal fund. And our Path Forward Scholarship, and I'm going to have a whole episode about our Path Forward Scholarship. And right now, I'm going to guilt as many people in as possible to watch <laughs> that episode because uh, there's a few, there's lots of people who need a Path Forward, and we want to work together to do that. So that's that's my whole goal. Okay, you ready? Here's the next one. And before I get to this next one, I'll just have to say I, I want to address a few other worst things about Vegas. I, I wanted to circle around. Well, well before you do, oh uh, yeah, go. Um, Principal Skinner has a really good question. He says, "Who's more bricked up, David or Sticky?" It's got to be Sticky, dude. Do you have Do you have any idea how old I am and how hard it is for me to get all bricked up? Oh God, we're gonna be demonetized. Thanks a lot for demonetizing the hey, channel, you, sir. Hey, YouTube doesn't know. YouTube doesn't. Oh, know they don't line. know that. I got. Listen, look what I got. I got right here. I got. If you don't know, I got the Urban Dictionary. <laughs> By the way, that Urban Dictionary doesn't even have bricked up in it. Uh, no, it's like a G-rated Urban Dictionary. It makes no sense. Why would you make a G-rated? But anyways, it's I'll it's a it's a useful tool. This is last year's version. I'm guessing a new one's gonna come out soon. You also, guys make up words so fast, no one can keep track. You know what I mean? Everyone words keep make, getting but, come out out of nowhere, dude. What do you what do you want from me? Listen to this. But this makes sense, by the way. This is this is kind of a weird no, because you would think this would be online only. But the fact that it's got hardcover, it makes no limited sense. Limited it, make, it makes oh, no sense. Fantastic. All right, let's. We got to move on. Ronnie, you are a regular, just so you know. 
Our Ronnie, by the way. Our Ronnie. Hello, Ronnie. Uh, Hello, Susan, Linda, Snapper, everybody out there. Principal Skinner, uh, Alan, Derek. uh, Oh, my God. There's so many. Alex is better at this than me, by the way. I don't know. I don't know names as much as I know gift certificates. Gift certificates. That's my thing. Uh, Jimmy B says, enjoying the tycoon vlogs. Thank you so much. Uh, We love you. Uh, Yeah, we've been enjoying just... uh, being out there, we we went to Jerry's Nugget. For those of you interested, a little Jerry's Nugget action. We we had it. We had, it was a wonderful. The cafe is fantastic. The the service is as you'd expect from a Jerry's Nugget, but the the food is is through the. It's just fantastic. It's homemade. Even the mashed potatoes are great, dude. It's all homemade. It's people that have been there forever. If you get a chance, you should go and just eat at the cafe. It's worth it. It's it's cheap. Uh, three of us milked the hell out of that comp with like shrimp, uh, cocktail, everything else is like 90 bucks. We all had dessert. Everything is like 90 bucks, which sounds a lot, but we had a lot of stuff. We had all the top stuff. We went all in. You get a comp, dude. You got to go all in, right? And, uh, it, it's just a wonderful, it's a wonderful experience. It's a good vibe there, I have to say, you know, but anyways, all right, you ready? I'm oh, going to get to the next. Really quickly, that uh, Rascal Merlin says, what is the worst massage parlor? And how does David, uh, daddy David know uh, this? I got, I, dude, I, I can't address that one because that's one of my unfiltered things. I actually know of a massage parlor. So the worst massage parlor for us was the one that used to abut the old dealer school. We would have, we were right in the middle of two massage parlors. And by the way, if you're a massage parlor and you go from regular massage to like the upgraded, you know, special treatment, happy ending massages, do those later on when the school is closed, okay? Because not all of our students. Uh, don't need to hear the sound effects associated with that kind of business. You know what I mean? So anytime we had, you know, a late night, because we were open until 8 p.m. Ooh, someone uh, has a great uh, next podcast idea. Really? Uh, Christian says, can we get a things to do while in Vegas podcast next week? Uh, I yeah. wanted to visit Vegas around May, but some input from people who live there would be useful. Oh, uh, we can do. Yeah, we can do that easily. Yeah, you want? I, we were gonna do things to do for cheap or discounted things to do for those of us who want to come on a budget or don't want to actually spend all of our money, even or even in all of our money on all the expensive foofy stuff. There's a lot to do in Vegas, believe it or not. They've really they've really pulled it out. I mean, there's a lot of different uh, places to go, things to see. You know, it, it fits different narratives too. You know, we have the Mob Museum, the Neon Museum, um, you know, downtown, even the Fremont Street uh, Fremont Street experience for free. Uh, there's lots of different local acts. As you saw in the vlog, we, there's a comedian that we ran into. It was a lot of fun. Hilarious, by the way. He was so good. We, there was a, a singer who was fantastic. Uh, and there was another guy on the drums. Like, uh, there's some really great artists, really great musicians. Uh, First Friday is a fantastic experience. And that's free. You can walk through and see art. You can interact with a lot of different artists. It's, uh, it's a wonderful experience here in Vegas. So th- there is quite a bit to do. There's Springs Preserve, uh, uh, dude. I can go on. We'll have to do that. That would be that is that is a great episode for sure, hundred percent. Budget right, Vegas, yeah, no, that that's a great idea. Budget Anyways, Vegas is good. Let's move Only on to the next. David topic. knows budget. David knows coupon. All right. So the next topic is gonna get was a bit of um, commiseration for me. I, I hate the fact that we exist on this list. So when it comes to Vegas, the next worst thing about being in Vegas, if you're coming here with kids, is we have quite literally the worst school system ever devised. And for some reason, over the years, we have not been able to pull it out of our ass. And quite strangely enough, we are 49 out of 50 now. But if you look at the bottom, I had to include some text because it's amazing. This is quite literally ripped from a headline how we are 
we've had any progress. We're middle range progress for 10 years, by the way, just so you know, but we're still 49th out of 50. What kind of progress are we talking about here? I mean, uh, I'm not even sure. But here's where we're at. We're 49th for academic growth, 42nd for disadvantage youth, 42nd for high school grads. And the other biggest problem is, is you know, we have a lot of teen pregnancy. We have a very high dropout rate. We de-incentivize the relationship between the schools and our students on a consistent basis. And our spending per student here in Clark County especially is low. It's very low. Believe it or not, because of the politics and the way it's structured, a lot of that money as a more money comes to the southern part of the state but in terms of a per capita basis it goes to the northern part of the state because of where our capital is and and the power that reno has and how our constitution was set up so these are the kinds of things that that have been going on for a very long time it's kind of us against them sort of thing and there have been some really good people that have tried to make a difference but it's been very very hard the bureaucracy here and the you know, the ideologies are, are, are far apart. We can't, just can't get enough people around the flipping table to work it out for our children and, and create some kind of pathway forward. How about that? See, that's the pathway. So um, it, it's really a sad state of affairs. So here's what I was doing. I was, I was originally going to come up with the worst high school or the worst couple high schools, but I, I really don't want to single out specific high schools because I happen to know, you know, I have family members or friends of mine whose kids go there, and I don't want to single out, hey, your kid goes to the worst flipping high school <laughs> in town, and then they would hate me forever, that kind of thing. But strangely enough, when I was coming off over the statistics, I realized there was one unifying factor. They all suck. Like, there's, there's not, we actually have a high school here, a working high school. We have a couple of them that rank below the detention center, Clark County Detention Center for Youth. That's how bad, the high, how can a high school be ranked lower than the actual detention center? It, it, it's really stunning that this is a thing here, but I digress. So as I was working through this, I was trying to get rid of the whole school thing and move on to water. And interesting, because water you would think is a big problem here in Las Vegas. Everyone's like, holy crap, we're going to run out of water. You know, there's the Bellagio fountains. How do they, how do they, you know, waste all this water? Well, it turns out we're actually doing really good as a community when it comes to water conservation. So we, we get the least amount of water from that Colorado River Pact, and we're able to recycle it. Most of the water that we use here in Vegas somehow comes back to feed us again, which makes me really nervous every time I take a pee. So like, you know, like, how is this water? Because that water's coming back in the by filtered water, dude, by filtered water. That's the that's the answer. But anyway, so we're doing a great job with the water. Vegas is going to be here for a lot longer than all the sensational crap. We'll, we're going to work it out, hopefully, uh, assuming that the volcanoes don't get us because the volcanoes, <laughs> we can't plan for the volcano. I don't think dude. we have close volcanoes. Those, do dude, we? dude, the volcano underwater volcano just came up out of the water. Uh, and just we blew don't got its, we blew don't its got water apparently, and uh, blew in some water into Santa Monica, man. Made a whole mess over there. Okay, so don't tell me you never know when the volcano is going to come up out of the ground. We might have a volcano. You don't know. You don't know these things. But anyways, um, the other thing is uh, what's the other thing? Homelessness. So we 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 went we went by some homeless camps. We we have a homeless problem like everybody else. It's nowhere near the Los Angeles, Santa Monica homeless issue, or for those of you who live in parts of Washington State and San Francisco. Uh, and you know, as much as it's, it's at crisis proportions like it is everywhere else, uh, you know, I think that has to be addressed on its own. Uh, you know, that's something that lays near and dear. If you don't know, I've been homeless twice in my life. And so uh, I, it's, it's one of those things that I wanted to, to work on 
if I find any success in this world, that's, that's really the goal. Besides creating opportunity uh, for as many people as I can, I, I would love to do a private-public partnership and start addressing as, as the homeless problem. As someone who has you know, that experience, you know, first-hand knowledge, um, any of you out there that would like, that are interested in working with me on this, you just let me know. And uh, yeah, we got to start somewhere. It, it's a real shame. So anyways, we, we're not going to put that video up because uh, it, it's sad. And uh, we're already on the worst in Vegas, so we're not, we don't want to get it any sadder. All right, anyways, uh, ready? Ready. We're going to the next slide. So here's what you all hang out for. Do we have any comments about that's the local? We're going to move on to the worst on the strip, and this one's going to be exciting because we are going to uh, we're going to let it all out. You know, we're not going to. We're not going to pull any punches on this one, sadly. Ooh, okay. We what have, happened? Uh, for Access Umbro gave us $10 super chat, said, for Daddy David's election fund for school board chairman. Oh, crap, dude. I would just get there and just, first I'd fire everybody. Because if you can't talk, and this is the problem with, I, I, I used to be in politics. And I know it, it takes a lot of money to be in politics, and there's a lot of dissent. But oh my God, dude, let, let's just like do something sometime, some day of the week. Let's not just be at crossroads all the time. I mean, um, that's where the rest of us get screwed. Uh, all these guys working on staying in office and just pandering to, you know, different types of people. I mean, ultimately, roads got to get built, <laughs> kids got to graduate, homeless need a place to stay and transition from those kinds of realities, but it just doesn't happen. So anyways, all right. Ready? Ready. What else we got? Thank you so much, by the way. We appreciate it. That's going to go into our legal fund. Uh, and uh, yeah, yeah, Jazzy and Cruella again whacked. There's the worst. Anyways, moving on. Shh. That's a little inside, inside uh, gossip for you guys. All right, you ready? Um, Alan Toy ask. Alan. How's the water levels in Hoover Dam? Hoover Dam sucks ass, dude. Whatever you do, <laughs> don't buy a boat. Whatever, that's uh, Boats are out right now because if you buy a boat, you're not going to have a whole lot of places to put the boat. So Hoover Dam is getting a bit low. Uh, we I had some pictures of Hoover Dam. It's a bit depressing, to be honest with you, especially if you've been on one of those poor marinas. They've had to move the marina further inward like every couple of weeks. <laughs> they keep running out of water. I mean, there's Lake Powell, by the way, which feeds uh, some Arizona households, and that one's getting whacked. Uh, so, so definitely some problems. The good news is, the good part of this equation is, the Sierra Nevada, the mountains, have got a lot of snow, like torrential snow for quite a while. So we're hoping that has an impact because that runoff should help quite a bit. But ultimately, Vegas is on top of a lot of aquifers. We're doing a great job of conservation. Desalination is coming. New, tech, new technologies are coming. So I think before it's all done, this, this is what we do, right? As a society, we kick the can. We, we kick the can. We're can kickers. We kick the can. We let everybody else deal with it. The next generation, the next until there's no more can to kick. And we're just mired in our own swamp and just sucking deep. So hopefully we can get ahead of it before that happens. But hey, what are you going to do? Until then, let's gamble our asses off and try Jesus. to figure it out. <laughs> wow. Yeah, Anyways. yeah. Hey, this is the worst in Vegas. I can, I'm going to be the worst in Vegas today, dude. Oh, that's going to be. Uh, okay. I, I didn't think you were going to go that far. But here well, I go. Let's go, go to the next in, slide. Dude. Ready? Let's the worst on the strip. Uh, are you ready? Here's the worst on the strip. So the first thing we're going to do is the worst flipping people on the strip. And if you've run into this, you 100% you agree. They have these monks. So they have these guys that go ahead and uh, so there was another YouTube channel that did like a little episode uh, about them uh, about a year ago. But uh, but sadly, the YouTube channel 
kind of got whacked or whacked itself. I'm not sure. But anyway, so I was going to give them credit, but they really don't exist as a channel anymore. But so they they buy these suits from Amazon for like 30 bucks. That literally the monk suit that you're seeing there, it's all nonsense. So I have had the the I've interacted with these guys on the strip. So what they'll do is they're they push these pamphlets onto your into your hand or they put this necklace this or bracelet bracelet over your hand like real quickly and then they'll hold on to you and they'll say like a prayer this is what happened to me said like a prayer and then and then he turns his hand over and he's asking for money and they started a $20 bill he want $20 like first of all I don't want your bracelet I have no idea what your pamphlet is I didn't ask for any of this interaction and now you want $20 you went all in I mean genius right oh my god have you met these guys? I'm yeah, never, no, I'm... it's terrible. And so what happens is if you ignore them, by the way, they make an example of you. And this is the thing that got worse. I was actually with some friends of mine. And then the next thing you know, this guy is just like haunting us. He's traveling behind us, walking behind us. They're very, very persistent. As if you're like, you know, stealing their stuff. Um, whatever you do, avoid them like the plague. I mean, unless you're really, first of all, they're fake. They're not actual monks. They're not raising money for any kind of charity. And if they are, they're going to have, you know, something around their neck. Even those guys have, have been faking it. There was a famous case out here not too long ago of someone who had the whole, uh, you know, I belong to this hospital and I'm trying to raise money in my boot and this kind of thing. And, of course, it's, it's all nonsense. So if you really want to give money outside of, you know, the firemen that actually have the big old fire truck parked there with the boot. Okay, those I believe. Kind of hard to to yank the fire truck out as a prop, right? So I'm all in on the firemen. Uh, and then once you give to them, they, they give you a little sticker so that you know you don't have to keep giving at every single intersection, this kind of thing. But everybody else, I, I'm going to donate to the charity that can responsibly sort of provide the funds, provide the meals, whatever the case is. I mean, most of these people that are panhandling are looking for drug money. They need, you know, they need money for beer, whatever the case is. So go to the source. I mean, go to the source. That's all I can tell you. As much as, you know, I feel bad. There's been a few issues. There's a guy with the, the dogs is the one that kills me the most. The people that panhandle, they have this poor, this poor dog with them. I can't not give money to them, even though I'm, you know, you're, I'm not so sure the dog is getting any real benefit, but it's kind of hard to, to move on from that. But anyways, these monks are terrible. Uh, I'm not sure why they haven't been chased off the strip. Uh, but they will. They're very aggressive. There, there's been some issue, issues where you know they've had altercations because the minute they give you something or put something in your hand, they want they want their money. Uh, so at first that you know they're smiling and happy and talking to you in some monkish language that's not really a monkish language, trying to make you believe that they're they're monks. But ultimately, uh, they want their money. That's all they want. They want their twenty bucks or ten bucks or five bucks, but whatever it is. But anyway, so stay away from the monks. Those are the worst people. On the strip, not the casino managers, not the dealers, these these guys here. All right, ready? Really quickly, for all the 225 of you guys watching, thank you so much. Just leave a like, and at the end, we're going to be doing a giveaway. Yep, we're just going to give the giveaway. We're not going to ask for anything. We're going to do organic engagement. If you like us, you like us. If you don't like us, click away now. <laughs> click away now. Move on. Uh, and by the way, that T-shirt that idea, the cash grab T-shirt, love it. Got to get one of those, 100%. We're, All we're, right. we're going to do it. Anyways, here's the next slide. Ready? Yeah, I'm going to have some hate on this one. My two least favorite casinos for different reasons. So the Tropicana, uh, for the reason that it just sucks. It really does. It used to be my favorite casino in town. Uh, it used to be my favorite hotel. So when they built the new tower, 
the Havana Tower, Havana Tower, however you, however you pronounce it. Um, they used to have these garden uh, units, a motel, basically, that you could uh, get your room. And th the difference was one had bathtubs and the other had stand-up showers. And so uh, if, you were if you frequented the Tropicana, they would give you, they, you were part of the 99 Club. I forget what it was. It wasn't the 69 Club. It was the 99 Club. And so you got these discounts associated with the rooms, a room rate. Of course, this was before they had resort fees and all the other nonsense. But you stayed away from the new, I stayed away from the new tower because it was way the hell back there. It's quite the walk, by the way. So if you're planning on going and staying at the Tropicana and for some reason it books you into that Havana Tower, be prepared to walk or better yet, get yourself a uh, bellman. Here's the problem. You probably won't find a bellman. This place has literally descended into madness. The landscaping, I, we have a ton of pictures. We, we went there and we took pictures. They're depressing as hell. Uh, the land, I heard that the landscapers would let go. So someone on the inside said, yeah, they haven't had landscapers in a while, which is why the grounds, the grounds, like if you pull up to the property and look around, most casinos you look around, everything is nice. I mean, they want to make the property look as attractive as possible so, so you come in. The Tropicana, not so much, dude. They, they, I don't think at some point they just stopped caring. Um, of course, they've had a few different owners, so they've been in transition a little bit, and they finally have been bought by the Bally's uh, group. So that was only recently, and I'm not even sure if that transaction is closed. So nothing against you guys. So maybe you come in and clean it all up, and it's fantastic, and we're looking forward to our brand-new uh, Tropicana. But, man, outside of the people, there are some really wonderful people in uh, that work at the Tropicana, and then there's some boneheads that work there too. <laughs> Uh, but uh, the place is literally descended. The pool is only like half open. That the, it used to be the whole Laguna pool, which which was famous. They had a they had a craps game, a floating craps game in the pool, that was famous. There's even a picture of it in the GM's office, who is no longer the GM, uh, who at one point had a conversation with me about how they had enough business. They had so much business. They had they had more customers than they knew what to do with, and how dare I suggest uh, a a a promotion with uh, Casino Quest? But anyways. Uh, this isn't just a penny, a petty, arbitrary <laughs> commentary on this casino. All you have to do is visit it for yourself. It's on one of the busiest intersections in the world, in the entire world, maybe other than Times Square. The, uh, there are the most hotel rooms on this intersection than any other intersection in the entire world, the planet Earth. And somehow this place... They can't afford the landscaping and you know all the upgrades that, and that need to be done. I mean, if you go in there now and and you take the the pathway over to the Havana Tower, you'll see like there's there's not a lot of merchants there. It's a very sort of lonely walk. You won't see the level of pedestrians you used to see. I mean, the place is not a lot of fun. So, anyways, Tropicana, shame on you for letting yourself go like that. Uh, Jimmy B asked, who owns the Trop? So Bally's. So interestingly, and this is a kind of a weird thing. So Bally's on the Strip is no longer owned by Bally's. It has no actual rights to the Bally's IP. That is now, which is which is one of the reasons why some of us thought that there was a new casino owner looking at taking over that Bally's property because they're going to have to figure out something else to do with the Bally's name. They can't keep that name there. So it used to be an amalgamation of companies that, that had a role in the Ballast, Ballast Pride, not just Caesars. Uh, so the Caesars read, it's, it was very confusing. If you read, if you read it and you, you try to sort of drill down onto the ownership, it gets a little bit, uh, it gets a little wanky. But now this new Bally's company has the rights to all Bally's. They are literally like the original pinball 
Bally's Maker that evolved into Slots that then became some other company and another company. Now this new Bally's is all the Bally's in one. And at some point, a few of the Bally's were scattered around. And so so that's how the hotel remained Bally's, that kind of thing. But now the Bally's ownership that owns the Trop Lock, Stock, and Barrel. So they bought it from Penn Gaming, I believe. And... Um, and they're going to move forward with with that. What I will say is they have a, they have their work cut out. There's there's no doubt. Amazingly, they spent Tropicana spent a bunch of money back in the day, not too long ago, to retrofit the hotel. And if you drove by there, you always wondered like, what the hell were they retrofitting? It didn't look like much of a, of an upgrade, but they spent a lot of money doing it. And so uh, the expectations was high, but the delivery was uh, was poor to say the least. So uh, you know, if if you if you go online. And you, you look up sort of the rooms, you look up the experience. You'll notice a lot more people recently have not had the best, uh, the best experience there. And uh, I used to have the best experience there. That was literally the place that I loved the most. I always wanted to work there when I was younger. I, I auditioned there probably 10 times, 9 or 10 times easily. Uh, I was always told no, but I was very persistent. I thought that eventually, given enough time and patience, I would finally work there. But it, it was tough to get in. It was a really good job back in the day. And uh, it just didn't evolve that way. But anyway, so the Tropicana is a thing. So the next, the next one is the Alardis Casino Royale. So for those of you who have been in Vegas a while, the Frontier was owned by the Alardi family. They eventually sold the Frontier to the guy that now owns Treasure Island. He bought the Frontier, and then he swapped that property for, for Treasure Island. And then the Alardis were essentially no more, other than the fact that they still own the Casino Royale. Casino Royale is sort of squeezed in there on the strip. It's, it's got like a Denny's, the White Castle is there, this kind of thing. And I will, t- I will say, interestingly, all of my friends that have worked there loved working there, had a really good experience. Not so much at the Frontier. I, um, I auditioned at the Frontier, too, and I, I failed my audition for not paying color for color. And, boy, I, it was so many weird stories about that place. But, anyways... Casino Royale has the smallest room. Maybe not the smallest room. There might be a motel with a small room, but at 280 square feet, they're really flipping small. Uh, very few amenities, uh, unless you like eating at Denny's. So, so uh, could have been a great room for me. I go right downstairs and get comp Denny's, dude. And, uh, but yeah, so it's a very small room. The other really small rooms that um, I guess, I, I would have put it in the worst aisle, but I, I haven't been in there recently, so I can't vote against it recently but the golden gate used to the rooms used to be so flipping small i'm assuming they are still pretty small they they, supposedly they have some of the 10 original rooms that were part of the gate but they've renovated the place and i'm I'm sure they had to improve like the pathways to the room so the big joke at the golden gate back in the day was if you were if you were too big a person you just couldn't get around the bed the bathroom door and the way that it worked and how small it was it, it was just a rough spot to be in uh to both use the bed and the bathroom that kind of thing. But the, I'm sure that that's changed. Uh, that place has won architecture awards. We just went by it the other day. It looks fantastic from the outside. What's been done with it in, in terms of evolution of the gate has been really wonderful. So until I've seen them again, I, I can't really judge them negatively. But that those used to be like the smallest, the worst rooms, you know, that, that I have. But anyways, uh, but Casino Royale, the worst rooms, not necessarily the worst experience, but, uh, you know, it's such a small room to be on the strip that uh, I can see where it would be voted. Yeah. See you, buddy. Uh, oh, are we closing? Uh, yeah, that's fine. We can close it up. All right. 
So uh, as you can imagine, it's been a little slow here today. We we did well. We had some uh, reservations. We had some people come in, but Sunday's a bit uh, slower. James asks, there's no resort fees at Casino Real, right? Yeah, I don't think so. I think that's one of the benefits of staying there. Which, by the way, if, if this wasn't a worse list, you know what's one of the worst places we have heard of staying is the Westgate. So, so the Westgate sucks if you're checking in uh, at the check-in time because the waits are outrageous. Actually, almost any time of the day, the rates are outrageous. But if you stay there more than once, and, and I've never actually played there or haven't played there in, in I mean, decades until you know, it was LVH or Los, the Hilton the last time I played there, they waive the resort fees. You get lots of different specials depending upon the time of the year where they don't charge your resort fees. And the rooms are a great size. They're really, they can be oversized. They have a lot of interesting amenities. The restaurants there are kind of oofies. Uh, but for what you get for the price, so I was recently offered a roommate of $40 uh, for like their mini suite. And when you get there, if they have these suites available, you can upgrade for a $20 bill and in many cases avoid the resort fee just by asking for them to waive the resort fee and they'll do it for you. So I'm not a hater on the Westgate Hotel, even though it's considered one of the one of the least favorite properties uh, either on the Strip or, or close to the Strip. And for, for some of the other properties like the Days Inn attached to the Wild Wild West, that was another one I looked at to be... Uh, to be the worst it's not rated well but it's a motel it's a strip motel attaches to you know kind of a dive casino it's actually owned by station casinos it's not the worst place they it's one of the last places left to give you a coupon book they have a denny's attached to it the rooms are about the same size you get as casino royale but the nice thing is is they open right onto this uh, street so you can just pull up and, and it's really easy access so for me that's not the worst thing you know a lot of times people complain for things that you know, where the bar is like, you know, here, you know, if you're going to a day's in, expect a day's in, you know, that that's kind of a thing. If you're going to stay on the strip, maybe your expectations a little higher. You know, you see a lot of these, you know, bigger rooms, that kind of thing. And one of the days I, I have this very extensive spreadsheet where I collected a lot of data about all the rooms, all the menus in the rooms, everything associated with the hotels. Maybe I'll share that with you guys. We'll have a we can have a whole episode and break down everything to expect on the strip. All right, what else do we got? Anything else? Any question, guys? Keep uh, going. Keep going. All right. Uh, we're going to get to the worst the, oh, casino. Oh, does the $20, tri $20 uh, trick ever work? The $20 upgrade? Yeah. Yeah, no, 100%. Uh, but, well, it works at the Westgate. There's a few places. You can often, oftentimes, listen, all you got to do is talk. A lot of people go into hotels. They get to the front desk, and they're, every, you know, they assume that everything is fixed. It's not fixed. When we went to Florida... All we did was ask and talk. We got upgraded to a suite for free. I mean, she, she said, listen, we have extras. We'll go see. And it doesn't hurt to ask. It's, it's amazing what front desk people can do with the press of a button. In many cases, just for a little bit of an amenity fee or an upgrade fee or for nothing for that matter, they can get you upgraded and uh, get you situated. So ask here in Vegas 100%. There, there's quite a few different ways of uh, finding discounts. And uh, that could be another thing we talk about. One of the best conversations, so I, I've had a lot of people that worked at the front desk, is getting your room booked with meals. It used to be the way to really find uh, great discounts. Uh, booking your room along with dinner, show, and sort of putting all those things, all those three things together. Uh, Snapper's asking about the Aztec Inn. Yeah, I haven't had a lot of uh, uh, Aztec Inn. Are they an hourly motel service, sir? <laughs> No, they, they have a little casino attached to them. I mean, it's a, it's a small uh, motel. So some of those that, that are either towards downtown or on the Strip, I mean, they're, 
they're very accessible. Uh, if you like to really just unpack your car and move in, I mean, that's a place. You know, the biggest the biggest takeaway I have for staying at a lot of the casinos, the, some of the worst parts about these casinos are so flipping big. The MGM, it could be a mile to your room. You might have to walk damn near a mile with your luggage from the parking garage, you know, underneath, by all the stores, everything else, up to the registration desk, and then and then wait in line, and then once they're ready, then then over to whatever tower that you're at. It could be it could be quite the process. The, the greatest thing about the MGM is that it's a whole flipping city. You know, once you're settled, you never leave to live. You never have to, you know, leave. You know, you can do everything there. You can actually pick a new place to eat every day for a week and not run out of places to go. But um, that that's also a takeaway for me. I, I hate that. I, I want to be able to, you know, drive up and be as close to my room as possible. The Westgate has some rooms, has a tower that's pretty close to the parking lot where you can get right out and go in. But um, but that's the thing, you know, you know, what was the one of the worst hotels I was going to put on there and uh, I did it was the Oyo. So, oh, so yeah, the, uh, Susan, Susan is talking about the Oyo. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oyo sucks, dude. The thing about the Oyo is you can't even get past the garage. So you don't even know what the hotel is like because the garage you pull into the garage and you want to leave. I don't understand how they let that garage go to such it, the garage just looks like an absolute nightmare. Then you go into the property and then you're like, okay, we got to go. That's it. Um, so that's Oyo. So Oyo used to be Hooters. And before that, it was the San Remo. And as a San Remo, fantastic property. It's so disappointing. I don't understand like how they think that people enjoy. I, I guess if you just start scrolling down, looking for cheap places, say. So when, when Vegas sells out, you have no choice, right? You end up at the Oyo for some reason. Uh, but but there's, there's another property that's literally like... Um, has descended into madness. I'm not sure. The pit there is terrible. I mean, we don't send any dealers there. They, so they have dark a party in there, pit. by the way, too. It is. It is pretty dark. Uh, I I never understood how Hooters. It was a Hooters hotel, and yet they didn't have the largest Hooters. The largest Hooters was at like Sunset Station or Green Valley. How do you not have the biggest Hooters? Oh God, that that could go south. <laughs> Listen, I'm I'm talking about the restaurant. I'm talking about. Stop laughing. Stop laughing. I'm talking about the damn restaurant. Uh, I mean, if you're going to have the Hooters Hotel and Casino, you should have the biggest Hooters, right? Like, how do you not have the biggest Hooters? That makes no sense. I don't even, I, I never understood the logic behind that. And I'm like, listen, this is the smallest Hooters I've ever seen. Why is this a thing? Anyways, moving on. You ready? <laughs> okay, I got, a, I, got, I got a couple questions. Oh, God. Oh, no. What is the worst uh, escort service? That's a question. That's a question. Oh God! You know what? So you know. And, you know and they're asking, sucks. "How do you know, David? How do so you know?" So 15 years ago, I could have answered that question. Yeah, I I, I could have gotten into. I don't know how the escort agencies work now, uh, but uh, I, yeah, I don't want to touch that with a stick. Uh, David and ask is when is CQ Hotel coming? God, I I just uh, God, I, I can't wait. We're gonna be a hostel first. <laughs> We're gonna be a hostel with like four rooms and a bike rack. And that's going to be, you're going to come in, it's going to be like $29 and uh, not including the bike rack fee. You got to pay for that bike rack fee. I mean, that's going to be a nice spice rack fee. And that's going to be like a $40 resort fee. But you're going to have started with the $20, $29. We're going to hit you with the resort fee when you get there. And the resort fee is going to include an extra blanket, uh, someplace to graffiti your name. And uh, that's it. Maybe a hug from Dennis. You don't know. Uh, but yeah, resort fee. So we'll, uh, yeah. Oh, that's going to be an expensive upgrade. Uh, no, no, that's why the resort fee is going to be twice as much as the actual room fee. And for those young people out there who don't know what a hostel is, your parents, those of us, uh, you know, used to like, you know, ride bikes places. 
or or we would ride you know route 66 cross country and many of us couldn't afford to stay at an actual hotel um, so we would stay at a hostel which is sort of like dorm living on the road you know what i mean i i thought you were about to say your parents probably made you at a hostel <laughs> <laughs> anyways uh, principal skinner says uh, Vegas tycoons, room reviews, and all the expense room rates will be a business expense. At David Casino approved. Quest? Oh, 100%. No, yeah, no, he that. means we should, we should do room reviews for Vegas tycoon. Oh, we could do or, room reviews. Yeah, for Vegas. We're, we're going to do... As we're part of go the future, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to go and hit up the rooms. The thing is, though, is we're not going to... We're not going to let the hotel host us. We got to go in there guns blazing. We got to be honest. We, we tried that before. We went to a property not too long ago and they were like, yeah, come on up. And it sucked. And, and then, you know, you can't say it sucked because you got to kiss all this ass on the way up and down the elevator. You know what I mean? I want to go in and just be like, listen, this is the honest to God truth. And, and, and I'm going to be as I'm not going to look for the negatives. My bar is pretty flipping low. And obviously things appeal to people for different reasons, so we'll start with the facts. But you know, we want to be as honest and possible as honest as possible. Um mm -hmm. this is an interesting question. One with the stone says, Is there any weed friendly casinos? They're all weed friendly, dude. No one's kicking you out. I mean, this is the thing. Listen, start in the garage. Every garage smells like skunk attacks. Uh so that's where everyone smokes. If you smoke in the room, you're probably gonna get hit with a fee and someone's gonna complain. It's the nature of the beast. Uh so you got to be careful. Um, I would say, so So the casinos started out, so the, the smoking lounges was going to be a thing. And so some casinos were considering that. But unfortunately, because of federal laws that are still in place and the fact that casinos still want to be able to deposit their cash, they've, they've stayed away. If it wasn't for banking issues, I think the casinos would be all in. Uh, and of course, I guess licensing issues, but state licensing, you can't be too opposed to it because weed is, weed is legal. They don't, they don't even use it as a reason to, de to uh, deny you employment. So employers now cannot de uh, deny you for a positive uh, marijuana test. Unless, of course, you're an ambulance driver, a police officer, these kinds of things, right? So, you know, my thought is that if the banks are able to, like, legitimately deposit their money, uh, that wouldn't be a thing, you know, follow the money kind of thing. So at some point, the Fed's got to give in, dude, because the drug war, in, in terms of pot, I mean, we're all in at this point. So I think we should move past that. But as far as specific hotels, no, they all have policies, you know, where you're technically not allowed to smoke on the property. You're not allowed to smoke in the garage. You're not allowed to smoke in your car. You're supposed to be smoking at your house. And for those of you who come here and go to Planet Hollywood, or not Planet Hollywood, what's Planet it called? 13. Planet 13. Technically, there's nowhere for you to smoke it. Uh, so there are some lounges, some smoke lounges opening up, right? But there's really nowhere. But of course, that doesn't stop anybody. And and the cops don't don't waste their time harassing people, you know, coming from those. You know what I mean? Or or and the security guard don't don't waste their time, as far as I know, harassing people in the garages. So everybody sits in the garage, you know, and they work it out. But the rooms will charge you. The rooms will definitely charge you if they smell the smoke or the smoke's in the room after the fact. They'll follow up and there'll be a fee on your bill for a hundred bucks, a couple hundred bucks that they consider a cleaning or filter fee, this kind of thing. Uh, Christian asks, any super expensive slash worst places to eat or near the strip? Oh, we're we, about to get to that, by the way. Oh, it's next, dude. We're going to be roasted. This guy's going to hate me, and I love him. I love all his stuff, by the way. I even love his oven. 
But your restaurant sucks, dude. Your restaurant absolutely sucks. <laughs> we'll we'll get to that so in just a second. Can I Tr get to that? Just trust us. Just trust us. We'll get yeah, there. Yeah, first of all, let's finish up with the casino thing. Well, so let, me well, let me let me finish a couple more things because I have some super chats. Ooh, super chats. Miguel gave us $2. He said, Caesar's properties have been deteriorating. Yeah, 100%, dude. I, th by the way, Caesar's properties. Okay. See, this is where I get unfiltered. The only property they've been investing money in, and, and by the way, they invest money in all their properties, so don't sue me. So I, I'm not making a declaration of fact. I'm, I'm an opinionated individual. This is, this individual. is all in a dream. This was in a dream. You go into Caesars, Caesars the property, and there's a little dust here, the dust there. It definitely looks like, but they've been building all these towers, and that's their, that's their jewel, that's their gem, that's the property they want everybody to come to and, and play all the big money, right? But you go in, you walk into like a palace or ballets and you see less of that. And that's the thing. So for those of us that like to frequent Vegas, I mean, I think it's time for these casinos to really go all in and, you know, start cleaning house. You know, so let's get some housekeeping going. Let's let's get those, you know, rails cleaned up. Let's get some new tables, new felt. I mean, let's, you know, let's tidy up the place a little bit. You know what I mean? Because there's, there's some resorts world is like clean, crispy clean, like, wow, brand new spanking clean. Then we have, you know, the Fontainebleau. As much as that's been an eyesore for a long time, I have a feeling when it opens, it's going to be a fantastic-looking property. But we need to go and, um, you know, upgrade Circus Circus, for example. That was one of the that was one of the casinos I was looking at. We we love Circus Circus. They do a, they've been doing a great job by our dealers. So, um, you know, we, we we don't want to put them out. But that that's a place. I, I think that they're slowly reinvesting, uh, and and they're figuring out what to do with that property. So. We're gonna give them a second. The same way, it's the same way the trop. I think the trop has has hope now because I think any new owner is gonna to wanna to, you know apply themselves. And this is what brings us to the worst casino list. You ready? Well, let me, I got, well, I got, I got two one more casinos. super chat. Tied. Uh oh. More? Uh, Joey five hundred one gave us ten pounds, Ed, for the legal fund. Thank you, Jesus. By the way, we're winning that battle. <laughs> uh, Diana said, "Where's the PayPal for the B day fund?" Uh, so we a PayPal for B Day? Wow, man, you guys are fantastic. Uh, that I didn't think of. What? Well, we we have on our CG do I could do the Casino Quest one for the B Day one. You have the casino? Yeah, you could send them that. We do have. Yeah, we have one. Yeah. Yeah. And if you just put B Day in the notes, uh, it'll go to his damn B Day. <laughs> I mean, uh, listen, it's gonna be a lot of liquor on that bill on that license. Uh. We have a, the path forward uh, thing for our school, our sponsorship. That's a PayPal. Uh, that's with CEG. Um, so that's on the thing. By the way, those of you who are students, guess what? Next week, Wednesday, haircut day. And uh, yeah, we take our school out to get haircuts every couple Wednesdays when we have a minute and the resources. So that's what we're doing. All right, what else? Just keep going here. I, 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 gotta, I, gotta I can go to the it. next because I'm waiting on you because I got a slide, dude. You tell me when you're ready. I'm ready. Go ahead. Punch it up there. Is it the, the casino one? Yeah, the casino one. Wow. This is the first one's a no brainer. And the second one breaks my heart. Just so you know, I had to put it on there because if I wouldn't, I wouldn't be doing it justice. But Tuscany, oof, as a casino, I would just say, listen, I have had the worst experiences there. And we have had some of the worst stories that have come back to us. So they no longer have a table against pit, rightly so. And they contacted us on numerous occasions. And I would basically say, no. Uh, yeah, we're not sending dealers there because the dealers, you actually, they had a supervisor who put their hands on a dealer at one point, which now they have no table games pit, so that's no longer a thing. But I started out, when Tuscany first opened, this is another area that I live next to, and, and I, I, I really enjoyed, they had a wonderful 
uh, players club there. They and it was this old school players club where they had this big old bin that they would they would you know rotate on Fridays and pull a name out and then you know they would have different things they would give away. They had this very cool. What you can see here is this is sort of a view of like what used to be kind of there was a sports book. It wasn't much of a sports book to be honest with you. It had like two stools and a screen. Uh, but off of that, the, what you're seeing is back into like this. They had this little bar around that leads further into where they had this cafe. They had this Italian restaurant there. It was very nice. I mean, another another hotel, another casino that can use a little bit of loving and some better, maybe some better management. Maybe they're working on that. I'm not sure, but um, not the best casino to be in. Now, the other one is this is it really breaks my heart because it was my favorite place to work ever. When the Marnell owned it, it was the Rio. And to see how far, and I, I know a lot of you had stayed have stayed there. Uh, we we've had a lot of fans that have stayed. They have big rooms, so it's a you know it's all suites. That was Marnell's thing. He built every single room as a suite. They have some really nice fifteen hundred square foot wraparound suites with like two hundred and seventy degree views of the strip. I mean, some really fantastic rooms. The rooms are just gross. Uh, oh my god, I can't believe what they have done in terms of like not not reinvesting it however again there's a new property owner caesar is still going to manage the floor for the next couple of years and then it's going to revert to these new owners and let's just pray that this 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 casino gets some love because uh it, it's uh it's not doing all that well so i literally just had some friends there not too long ago and i guess there was a power issue and so they were excluded from their machines for like a half hour while they worked out the power to the floor and just getting somebody, I, when I was in there last, I, I, I tried to get someone to cash me out of a machine. It wouldn't put a coupon. It took like a half hour. So uh, I would say just in general, these are two properties I, I would avoid until they, they get upgraded. But that's, again, my personal opinion. That's it. Uh, it's really, oh, God, putting this Rio on the list, I felt, was just so, that was so tough for me. I really love this property. We walked through it the other day. And... Um, well, it's got to be nothing like you remember. I no, mean, it's nothing like I remember. I mean, it's the rooms are oofy. The, the place is oofy. It's a lot of oofy. Taylor, thank you for that. Half, by the way. Uh, it's a lot of oofiness walking through there. It's a real shame. Yeah. Uh, I would have put the TROP. The thing about the TROP is that the TROP does have a, you know, all the newest machines, and um, it's easy to get around. There's, there's a lot of cozy. For those of us that like to belly up into a nice little cozy area of the casino and, and be excluded from everything else, the trap has a lot of that. has a lot of that old school kind of charm. So I appreciate that because at, at my heart, besides being a table game dealer, I'm a slot player. And um, I don't like a lot of distractions. I like to have fun with my machine. And the, and the trap does have that in spades. And by the way, they have a really wonderful uh, veteran forward slot club with some really nice people that run the casino floor there so not the worst casino the worst hotel but not the not the worst casino or one of the one of the worst hotels anyways all right what else you got oh uh, no let's and uh, not everybody's gonna agree I'm, I'm unhappy to hear your commentary i know a lot of people have some def definitely have some different views um, um shane asks, mm -hmm. what is the worst players club oh god there's a couple of them are you ready in terms of points, uh, Silverton is probably the worst, one of the worst players club. Uh, Caesars, not so much. So the, the great thing about Caesars is you can really generate some free meals and some comp value, especially moving up in levels and tiers. And ultimately, being a Caesars customer is not the worst thing because they have a lot of properties, a lot of access. You can go to a lot of places and get some, uh, get some great rewards. 
The uh, waiving the resort fees is not one of them, by the way, because then they charge it to you piecemeal and it doesn't work out. So if you are a, is it, what is it, seven diamond or, or whatever it is, uh, the top tier, be careful of that because it, it sounds like a great thing where they waive resort fees, but not really. Because if you go for Wi-Fi or go to access any of the other amenities, they charge you separately. And when they charge you separately, or if, if you're really engaged with the property, like you're going there for the spa and everything else, you end up actually paying more. So some of you may want to pay the resort fee up front. Just saying, just just be careful and look that up. But um, I would say on a points level, uh, you know, a lot of things have have changed, of course. But my least, my personal least favorite slot clubs have been uh, Silverton, and um, what else? I mean, the other ones are very, you know, for the most part, slot clubs have become very competitive. Quite, quite stunningly, many of the slot clubs you'll run into on the Strip are, are very competitive. MGM slot club is very competitive with Caesar's slot club. The other one that gets a lot of, uh, a lot of negativity is the Venetian. The Venetian doesn't have the best paybacks. No one goes to the Venetian for the best paybacks, though. So that's kind of like a misnomer. Like, um, you know, if you're at the Venetian and you can afford to stay there, you're, you're probably not there. You're not expecting the slots to give you like the best rewards, right? So it, it, it kind of is what it is sort of thing. But um, what else? Man, that, we, oh. we could, uh, by the way, I could have a podcast dedicated to that, like literally players clubs up and down the strip. Well, Crispy asks, worst mm -hmm. thotties and best thotties. Oh my God. That's my people right there. That's my okay. If do you want do you want the worst studies in terms of crime rate, or the uh, worst studies in terms of the best uh, the worst luck? Uh, so there is a Dotties that's uh, just past Texas Station on Lake Mead, which is probably been hit the most. I don't know. There's also one on East Charleston by Lowe's that's also suffered uh, a few break-ins, uh, some challenges there with the local population, and. Um, the best Dotties that, that I've experienced is the one that's on Tropical, that's out there by the Sam's Club, uh, if you guys, uh, and it gets a lot of money in the can, that's the thing. So I look for the best Dotties as the Dotties that get trafficked a lot and get a lot of, in, get a lot of investment, because those, those are the machines, or those are the Dotties that hit for those big, fat $200,000 jackpots. If you go to the grinder Dotties that are on like a Maryland Parkway at East Charleston, there's not a lot of investment being made in those machines. They tend not to do so well. But uh, yeah, oh God, I, I don't want to make that uh, podcast because it'd be like three people watching that one. But um, but yeah, so Dottie's now is Bourbon Street, Margaritaville. Did I lose anybody? Am I? Am I? You <laughs> lost everybody. I know. Every single person no, who's I, left I, after I, that. Uh, um, you're gonna have to send that personally to me. I have a feeling like. Uh, by the way, so Dottie's, I go to Dottie's as you know. It's hard for me to get away from Dottie's because the paybacks on the machines. If you're there literally just to win whatever it is, video poker, kino, they they literally have the best paybacks but i will tell you this stacy casinos is very competitive as well uh boyd properties like aliante is owned by boyd now and aliante is sort of competitive too but you go to aliante far north las vegas for really comfort zone if you like to be have a big fat machine that's all your own that's a great place to be especially if you want to be plugged in to a bigger network like boyd properties so where you get the benefit Station Casinos at the two cent mark has uh, has some of the best paybacks in town uh, on on almost everything, and then of course you're plugged into all the station the station network, and you can get comps. Uh, you know you can get a lot of comps. 
Uh, I would put Strat in there. Strat's always sending me, you get, you acquire a lot of great food comps, uh, ride shares uh, to go to the Strat, but they don't have all the machines that I like. So the only 20 card there is quarters and there's just, me putting $5 a spin is just not, not coupon friendly kind of thing. So <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not there to like whack Kino every time. I'm there to just chill and that's just quite the investment. So minus a YouTube channel, uh, I just, I can't find myself going, but Anyways, all right, what else is there? Uh, well, for Axis Sunbro, another $5 said, everyone watching, hit the like button. Yes, we'd appreciate it. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, <laughs> Dave N says, best strip club for the money. Oh, best strip club? Oh, God, that's that was on my, my worst thing. So, I mean, it really just depends uh, where you're going. You know, it's interesting how the library has got, library is 18 plus, it's all nude now. It's a juice bar. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's a juice bar, you know. Oh, some people are asking best and worst for roulette, uh, best and worst yeah, for Yeah, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. But, we're going uh, to have to throw that in there because, after all, we're a table game channel. Go. But we, we, I want to get to the next slide because I have so much to say. Really? Oh, uh, yeah, I know you do. So, yeah, I'll, I'll let you start this one. I would love to hear your commentary on this, and uh, I'll add to that. You ready? Ah. Uh! They're going to hate us, dude. Emerald Lagasse is never going to be nice to us again. We're off his Christmas list. Here it is. So we went to Demonico. And uh, look, here's my simple review. It's dog shit. Okay. Now, careful now. Careful now. Look, look. Okay. The thing is, you would think because it's fine. We, it's one of the most expensive dinners that David and I have ever had. Mm-hmm. And um, you would think that the service would be great. The food would be great. No, no, no. No, no, no. We didn't even get the bread until like, well, mm-hmm. we got cold bread. Yeah. We got the bread like, what, what was it, like 30, 40 minutes in? So interestingly that he didn't realize that the bread, so they, they serve that, I don't know if you guys have had that sort of foofy pastry bread that's all like um, billowy, you know, and, and it's supposed to come out warm. I mean, because once it gets cold, it sort of collapses and there's not much to it, but that's that's their thing. They, they come out with this, this it's this French multi-layered, you know, sort of pastry bread. And so I've eaten at a few restaurants that have this. And when they brought it to us, it was really cold. It had already collapsed and it was nothing like what it was supposed to be. So I I took Dennis here as a thank you for, so I recently promoted him. He became lead admin as opposed to regular admin. And um, he took over a lot of responsibility. And I was so, I had never been to a famous person's restaurant before. And so, you know, I just wanted to go. Emma Lagasse, I've always been a big fan. For those of you out there, you know who he does. He does. He throws in the, uh, he goes, bam. You know, that's what I like that. He the goes, sourdough bam. bread is, is, is what you're talking about. Is that, I, I think so. Well, not, I don't think it's a sourdough. It's just pastry. It's like a, God, it's just this foofy French bread. I used to go to this French restaurant. They used to have it there all the time. And uh, I used to work for a pastry chef, by the way, one of my other jobs. And, it, and the reason why is because they roll it in all this butter, right? It rolled around, butter, 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 butter. Anyways. Uh, man, it was so disappointing. It was a $250 dinner, and the service was delayed. The guy was so condescending as well when I asked about the bread. And I was trying to be very nice. And, and you know, we're not used to going to these expensive restaurants, so I was a little out of my depth. And I'm like, well, excuse me, but is this bread supposed to be like this? Because I, I knew it wasn't. Uh, but, you know, I was, and he's like, well, sir, uh, we might be able to help you with this. I mean, it was just like they, they sat us at the little kids' table too, by the way, because my guess is, is, I get this all the time. No one thinks I can afford anything, or, or maybe I just have coupon, you know, tattooed on my forehead or something. 
And so we get we get sat at this little table, you know, right in the middle of all these trafficked areas, and the waiter didn't seem all that excited to to serve us. And everything was late. The drinks were late. That was late. The food was really mediocre. And for two hundred fifty bucks at this, you know, Emerald Gassi's steakhouse. No, no. Here, let's, let's go into more detail. They gave me a steak with nothing. It was just just the just the steak, by the way. It's like mignon. Yeah. There was no sauce, no nothing. They didn't even ask me, by the way. They didn't, they didn't even say, hey, do you want a sauce? They were just like, here you go. Because it, it was supposed to have butter. Uh, it was supposed to be buttered. He went, because, so this was one of uh, Dennis's first time at a high-end steak. So he didn't even realize he had to order the sauce separate. You know, they, they char- this place charges you for everything. Everything's a la carte, obviously. So you know how when you go to the steakhouse and it comes with some type of either a sauce or butter by default. And then if you want some other kind of sauce, you got to order the sauce. Well, Dennis didn't know that you needed to order the sauce. So... And, and w- I asked him about it when after the steak was done. I'm like, well, it'll just come with butter. But when the steak got there, there wasn't much. If they had put butter on it, there was no obvious signs that they'd had any butter. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, it was very disappointing, man. It was really, it was really unfortunate. And, and for, you know, $250, we, the food was average at best. Yeah. Anyways, so we, that was our fine dining experience. That was his first truly expensive restaurant. And that was a terrible way to go. So let's hope your party works out better, young man. <laughs> it's okay. We went to Ferraro's after, I believe. Well, yeah. not, not the same day, but not the I, same like, day. Yeah, yeah Ferrar- Ferraro's ended up being the go-to. We really enjoy that. As far as fine uh, Italian dining, if you guys haven't been to Ferraro's, in fact, that that mall also has uh, Shaq's uh, chicken. Oh, big chicken, yeah, big, big chicken, chicken, wonderful. It's a, so, and Ferraro's is really fantastic. The cheesecake there—it's this old-fashioned Italian restaurant. It's been there forever. And the food is literally out of this world. Uh, the steaks, everything is very good. But anyways, all right, ready? Here's the next one we went to. You ready? Casual dining. The worst oh. casual dining on the strip. Yeah, look this oh. one up. Oh, this I see the was, slide. I see the slide. Yeah, this one sucked too. Oh, God. Another, another celebrity chef, Robert Irvine's. Of course, it's at the Trop, dude. This place, look up the reviews. It's not just us. What there were, they have this sort of signature dish. We probably should have ordered that, but we ordered some other stuff. It was just, it was all, it was just so, it was, it was really poor. Well, we ordered this rib and it was gummy. Like I, you it couldn't was, chew on it. It was supposed to be. That's right. It was. Um, I forget what it's named after. A certain city, Memphis barbecue uh, thing. It was. Or something it like was. This. It was something. But, anyways, it, it was so hard to chew. You had. You were like just tugging on it. You're trying to just rip it apart. It didn't yeah. work out. Yeah, no, it was good. By the way, the staff there, fantastic. Uh, everybody was very nice. They had a nice seating area. But let me just say that whole place needs some love. It's very disappointing. Some of these um, some of these celebrity destinations aren't what they're cracked up to be. And, of course, you pay. You know, you pay a premium for this experience. You're not expecting sort of the low bar, right? You, you know, so these are the two worst experiences we've had eating. Uh, recently, we ate at the Italian, local Italian place, Salito Posto. Boy, that was disappointing, dude. Well, oh, so, okay, to be fair, Salito Posto was good up until that last time we went there, and clearly something happened with management. I don't know, but but it just didn't go well. Dude, eight managers come to our table and still don't have any service. No, Not no. eight, four. Four managers. Hello, how are you? We're here to provide great service. There's no service. And uh, yeah, anyways, all right, ready? What do we got? Anybody? You, I know there's going to be a lot of different opinions. All right, see, buddy. Uh, uh, a lot of different opinions on the food source. Uh, John says, you, I feel like you guys need to do a food review segment. Uh, coming soon to Vegas Tycoon. Yeah, Vegas Tycoon. We're going to do D&Ds again. So you guys will get local on the strip. So we've eaten out a lot of plate. We eat out, I eat out a lot, sadly. I, I can't cook to save my life. And um, 
I'd rather not just eat pastries and cereal all day. So uh, we, uh, we, there's a few places that we go to a lot. Like we're a Thai. We love Thai food on the way. It's right on the way home by oh, near the school. But, okay. I feel vindicated. Really? Because uh, uh, Picto says, Demonico was absolutely sucks. We got married just before Christmas, made a reservation, told yep. them it was for our wedding. They sucked at uh, waiting stations. Waiters was boring. Yep. Food was average. Yep. And now, and and by the way, so let's let's also be you know one hundred percent transparent. Like there was no lack of staff, so it wasn't because they lacked staff. Because there are some restaurants getting whacked on the staff, and uh, but this place was just lots of staff, people running around. You know when we complained about the bread and we said something about the bread. Clearly, I know for a fact that this bread has to be served warm, even if it's served late, it still has to be served warm. And I don't mind waiting for it if it's just warm. But he went and conversed with some dude. Uh, and you could, uh, you know, I just, it, it wasn't good, man. Anyways, all right. Well, I won't even go into it. So, all right. You ready? I'm glad. Yeah, there's a lot of people out there. It, it still oh. gets really good ratings, but I think more because it's Emerald Lagasse's place. Well, we got to go to Golden Steer. Everyone's telling us to go to Golden Steer. Dude, I, we have yet, I have heard wonderful things about gold. The very fact you have to wait two weeks to get in there, that, that says a lot. We uh, got to go to Golden Steer. Dave N says, uh, Ellis Island does not disappoint. That's true. The the fr what is it? The front yard, really good place to go. Dude, Ellis Island has fantastic food. There's Metro Pizza. There's their 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 cafe is great. Uh, Wednesdays they used to have an industry night. I don't know if they still do. They might still do. Where every, every, there used to be lines out the door, people waiting to have their barbecue. Their barbecue chicken was literally fantastic, and they used to have this sort of special service. And uh, it's always been that. I mean, that place is, we, we had a couple of customers here today just talking because we, me and Alex send a lot of people to Ellis to have lower limit tables, $5 games, $300 limits, of course. So not a lot of, you know, big, but if you're going just for the food and the entertainment, it's not a bad place to be. I get it. It doesn't have the same, you know, some of our, you know, our, our upper, you know, if you come with more money, maybe you're not looking to be at a, at a place like that. But, uh, it's a cozy little place. It really is. Uh, and uh, the food's great. That yard house is fantastic. They have this. If, if you go there, you have to get the cheese and meat platter. And I, I'm not a big cheese and meat guy, but wow, it's really it's really fresh. It's fantastic. And it's affordable. It's, I mean, everything there is, is, is affordable. You know, so there's that. Oh, John says you guys need to create a CEG certificate and hand them out to places you guys approve. Oh really, David? By the way, David's had this idea before. Yeah. So I, my whole thing is truth. Like, if you tell me something, I want to believe that it's true. So I know that a lot of like Saget and, and there's a lot of companies that come and review Vegas, right? But it's so conditional. I don't think they take in like the the whole sort of depth. Like, if if you make a claim and you you try to be something, be that. Don't don't be something else. That that was my my whole idea was be like, listen, if if I gave you my stamp, then people could reliably count on it to be you know, factual, right? So if you say you have the best slot machines in town, well, you better have the best slot machines in town and you better live that experience, right? If you have the best, uh, you know, roulette or the best crap tables, whatever the case is, like there, there's there's truth and there's there, there's what these companies want you to believe, right? That That's why we exist as Casino Quest because we just teach the truth of the experience. We, there's no, we don't teach you the special sauce. We don't have any magic wands. You come here to create opportunity for yourself, to become more comfortable, knowledgeable, learn etiquette, you know, have a better experience. I want you to come out, you know, ideally, you come to Vegas to be entertained and then go home happy and excited that you had the best possible experience you can. Not to create unrealistic expectations of, you know, while you're here because they're unrealistic expectations. I, I can't deliver that to you. but. 
So I, I did, you know, for the longest time, I was a consultant here in Vegas. So I worked on a lot of business plans and, you know, um, it's amazing how much BS you come across. Cause, and then people, you know, it's mental gymnastics. They try to explain to you how it works and how, it, how they're selling it. And ultimately, dude, it's just all nonsense. But anyways, all right, moving on. What else have we got? Okay, what's the next slide? Uh, the next slide is the, uh, we can go to this, the worst, our worst list, but we got to do the tables. Holy crap, I got this heater on over here. Good Lord. All right, what do you got? Are we doing the list? Yeah, let's go oh, to the list. The tables. Oh, okay. well, you want to do the table? We're going to get to the tables. That'll be part of the Q&A because everybody wants to know where the best tables. Where the be okay, here, ready? This is the other or worst. The worst time to visit in July. If, if you want to bake and you like it hot like me, July sucks. Uh, no, no. I like July. No. July gets to averages like over 110, especially this last year. A lot of 110s. So uh, if you come here with cameras too, they melt. You can't even keep the camera going for longer than a few minutes. Like, you know, that's we run into that experience a lot. So July sucks to come here. It's really, really flipping hot. You can't find some great deals though in July. So that's the thing. July and August, sometimes you can find some good deals because a lot of people are staying home. Obviously, the days to play, this is a no-brainer, uh, is uh, the worst days to play is the weekends because rates go up. Uh, you know, room rates go up, table game limits go up, all these things go up. So, you know, that could be problematic. I always tell everybody, go to the flipping calendar. Don't plan your, if you're coming to Vegas, if you just look at the Vegas calendar first, you could save yourself thousands of dollars, even if it's a weekday, because there are some weekdays where there's a big convention in town and the rooms fill up and they get super expensive, right? So for those of us who live in Vegas, we know that a lot of these conventioneers that come in town, even though they're on the corporate dime, they don't gamble. So so rooms used to, the rooms will go up in price because the casino could only count on those people for that income. They wouldn't spend a lot of money eating or gambling or entertaining and this kind of thing. Although that's that's changed. People, this has become a foodie destination, entertainment destination. So that's, that's slowly evolved. But what hasn't evolved is, the room rates go literally through the roof. So when Vegas fills up, gets to over 90%, you'll see these rates sort of tick up incrementally very, very quickly. So I always encourage people, before you come to Vegas, go to a go to a room calendar. You're almost any hotel on the Strip, and you can get an idea of you know what what's going on. So if you see these rates that are double, like a Tuesday or Wednesday rate, double than what it should be, or a bit high, you know that there's some type of event. You might not even understand why there's the event. It could be the pimps and, and okay, I don't want to say that. I don't want to get demonetized. But there's quite a few different events that come to Vegas for various reasons because everybody's got to meet here and talk about shit, right? Um, so plan your trip accordingly because that, that could be a lot of money. I mean, you know, if you're saving thousands of dollars on your hotel room, maybe your, you know, your dinners, plus, Coming out here when Vegas is busy becomes problematic when it comes to getting into restaurants. A lot of locals book into strip restaurants. So you can stay at a Venetian, a Palazzo, a Caesars, and then and you're trying to get into that that you know that that your hotel's restaurant and you can't even find uh, a seat because you know some of them have become so popular that locals are booking into them. And so, you know, you find it difficult to get there. So definitely you know, plan ahead, do your research. It never used to be that way, but that's that's certainly evolved as, as Vegas has, has evolved. Uh, the biggest time seek in Vegas is check-in. Remote check-in, fantastic. So those hotels that have remote check-in will save you a ton of time. And in many cases, again, I encourage people, when you budget a trip, take into account not just the price of the room, 
but the convenience, all the convenient factors that go along with it. You know, if you don't like to walk for a long time, if you're coming with a lots of luggage, if you need to valet your car, all these are considerations that play a role in how enjoyable your vacation is going to be. So like just booking into your you know favorite hotel or what you think might be your favorite hotel is not necessarily a thing. You need to go down the list and find out the things that are sort of important to you to make your stay comfortable. Yes, that's you know because you know, just getting your stuff to the hotel, finding transportation from the airport to your hotel is a big thing. MGM has the sort of Aria, for example, has the Sky Suites, so you upgrade a little bit. You pay a little more if you're in if you're looking for that kind of experience, and they'll they'll pick you up at the airport, uh, and and they make this sort of hassle-free experience for you. You get to your room, you have remote check-in, someone helps you get gets you out of the the shuttle, you get escorted up to your room. It's this wonderful experience. I mean, it just it just lowers sort of the anxiety and pressure of being about Vegas. So that's um, you know then on the flip side of that, if you're looking for if you want to back up your car and your family to a room and not have to walk two miles and go through this whole whole experience of checking in. Well, there's Days In, there's Embassy Suites, there's all these other properties in town that have those types of, um, you know, those types of amenities. But are you with me? Wow, you guys are so quiet, dude. Um, what, what, what am I supposed to say? There was literally zero dead space in that whole time. I know. There was dead, not a lot of dead space. But uh, yeah. All right, what do you got? Oh, really quickly. Yes. Uh, someone asked, uh, T-Sheep asked, Hey, what are your thoughts on the Korean corn dog place called uh, Crunchies? Uh, we actually did a review on it. It's on Vegas Tycoons. It is we, Vegas. We, we personally love it. It's we pretty love good. It. It's cheap. It's cheap. And Holy good. crap. It was good. Except David didn't like the, the, ink, the Inca dog. Don't understand. Why is anybody eating squid ink, dude? Squid ink is to send people away, not, not into. Who makes a food out of ink? Like, why is that a thing? How are we having this debate? Look, it was good. I, I mean, when it. you, I mean, that's the thing. Like, some people just eat all the parts. Anyways, all right. What else you got? Anything uh, else? Well, we have a lot, lot of people talking about good Ooh. places to go. Blah blah. See, where, where is this? I, I missed this. Where is? Did it? you miss? Here, while while I'm finding the comment, Alan Toy says, "What casinos have Tesla chargers? Do any casinos have Tesla chargers?" Uh, so quite a few places have. If you have a if they have a garage, a lot of them have set up now. They have the EV charging. Like Fashion Show has charging stations right here in the garage underneath. Uh, I I don't know if they're actually in the outdoor garages. No, I haven't seen some? them in the outdoor no. But the underground garage, all the way around, all the escalators going up. You, there's a EV. Uh, EV charging stations. There's quite a few now have added them. That's big. What else? Um, this is an interesting question. Dietrich says each slot machine has a number or some type of uh, designation to it yep. as identification. Does this do the player any good? Is this uh, is there a database online to search this? Uh, I don't you know, think so. I um. Does it? So here's a, here's know. an interesting thing. So some of the casinos have wanted to put up sort of a roadmap of their slot machines because they know that people come to Vegas and love playing certain types of machines. And so the casinos have played around with this. There there are certain references that have gone up and down uh, to to give you, but the numbers are there for really to for people to call and say, hey, you know, we, we have a technical issue or we have a payout, those kinds of things. They they don't they don't necessarily they're not necessarily connected to a roadmap. Although a lot of casinos are trying to profile what machines they have, but it's it's a very competitive market. And the thing with casinos is they don't want to give you any information that might might preclude you from going there. So so I know one casino network that was all about 
telling you, you know, where the slot machines are, what denominations they had, etc., etc. And instead, they chose only to include some very basic information about the types of machines they had, like, okay, the Buffaloes and the Lord of the Rings, so and and to expect those that kind of experience at the casino. But if they were to tell you like all they have, and then you look up and find that the one machine you're looking for is not there, then you might not go there. And so they, they didn't want to entertain that kind of a scenario. This is why amazingly you don't there's a lot of information that's lacking like there's a lot of places a lot of casinos don't offer you prices like you have to go to like Yelp or Google reviews and hope that someone has taken a picture of the menu if you're looking for actual prices uh, because the restaurants again they don't want to give you too much information to preclude you like if you know that your your steak sandwich is gonna be a hundred dollars maybe you're not gonna go and so this is part of the consideration so my my objective has always been to give you as much information as possible and let you figure it out, you know, whether you want to experience that or not. Um, so Fernando said, asked, have you guys been a Dirt Dog? Again, another review on Vegas Tycoons. Uh, yes, we love we Dirt have. Dog. Yeah, just so you know, it wasn't as much neon as uh, Dennis thought there was. I'm there was. Saying. There was. You just, dude, look, look, dude, look. Listen, he makes this stuff up. No. It's on the video. But what? It's in I, the video. Didn't I have? I had some kind of basketball dirt dog. Didn't no, I? No, no. You had the. I, uh, you had the Snoop Dog. I had Snoop Dog. That's fantastic. I literally ate a piece of Snoop Dog. <laughs> the Snoop Dog. That is. Um, uh, my personal favorite is the Mutt Dog. It's a combination of the Red Dog and the and the Green Dog. If you've ever been there, you would know. But uh, it's pre- a great. It's yeah, they got a good dog, dude. They they have one outside at Bally's too, by the way. That that gets pretty busy. So some of those not so busy. I, I got to see the changing of the buckets one day. That wasn't as, as exciting as the hot dog itself. You know, they should leave those buckets in the back, not have the guy sit on them and, you know, rotate around. But anyways, um, I digress. Hey, by the way, we went down to, uh, we almost went into Heart Attack Grill. And for those of you who don't know, me and uh, Dennis combined weighed uh, 300 pounds, right? We got, on, we got on, they have a scale. For those of you who can get to 350, you get a free lunch. Uh, or a free hamburger and some fries. But but okay, wait, no, I have a genuine question. Go. Okay, we didn't weigh enough, but if we brought a third person and we weighed enough, do they give they give us like one burger for no, free day? No, you won't even get a spanking for that one, dude. They'll just tell you to literally go, you know, suck it somewhere. We we actually got to see someone getting the spanking uh, by a very willful participant. <laughs> we actually did. Whose, whose wife or girlfriend was filming the entire thing take place. And uh, so what happens is if you don't finish, uh, you get a little spit. It can be hard to finish because there's a lot of lard that goes into those meals. I will say this. I've eaten at the one in Arizona, and uh, the milkshakes are tremendous, dude. You, you might be uh, instantly diabetic, but um, <laughs> it's really delicious going down. Yes. All right, what Ooh, else? Diedrich yes? gave us $4.99 as a super chat and just sent this, um, this gift that says, you're number one. Thank you guys. Thank you very much. And I, I, again, we can't we can't thank you guys enough that we actually have a uh, a channel. I love having this podcast. Fantastic. I love that you guys tune in. I hope I'm informative. I hope I'm able to uh, give you guys some information. We hope to uh, share more and more. It's a little bit of a different format. It's not as probative. I think I, I really like to focus as as much as this is the worst things in Vegas. I like to keep things positive and relative. And let you figure it out for yourself just because we don't like something. You guys might go to Delmonico and love it. You might have the exact same waiter with the exact same bread and you might fall in love. 
I mean, that's not a thing. But that wasn't our experience. So you know. Anyways, uh, all right, ready? Really quickly, uh, J N uh, J N L talk uh, talked about the videos already. But when is the next D and D food adventures? So we're, we're yeah we're getting ahead of some videos. We got to do that announcement. Oh, we got to do a give we got to do the giveaway for the giveaway for nothing. Just so you know, for nothing. Um. Well, you want to talk about the the announcement? You want to? You well, no, we got we got the rest of our, our our list to go through real quickly. Uh, the worst table game. Ready? The worst table game. Worst ta- triple zero. How the hell they started triple zero? I don't even know. I guess it's a it's a tie between triple zero roulette and party pits. So I know some of you guys like a little TNA with your blackjack, but it's gonna cost you. It's gonna cost you. We we can't teach you that kind of opportunity because here's what's gonna happen. You're gonna get six to five blackjack. You're gonna have limited double downs. You know, no surrenders. There's there's lots of rules that are going to impact your ability to win and monetize. But for some of you who just don't care, it's like being at the strip club throwing dollars, making it rain, and you're just sitting there playing blackjack. God bless you. You're there for the actually the right reason. But if you end up winding into a party pit and it's, you know, it's a girl that's overly excited to deal to you who's wearing, you know, less than you did when you were born kind of thing. Um you know, just know that the blackjack experience might not pay off the way that you want. Although we, we have had, this is a true story. We, we have someone, uh, this became a thing in our Discord. So some of these uh, party pit dealers, their counting ability is uh, less so, let's just say. They're not always hired for their ability to count. And so we, there were a number of uh, players that would buy in for odd sums of money and make out like bandits like literally getting paid thousands of dollars over in change like so they would one 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 specifically bought in let's say 4500 i won't say the exact amount but 4500 and the dealer cut out like 5500 or 5800 just couldn't figure out like how to get these this this change out and somehow the the managers there were so loose about it they just approved it and boom well, anyways, this caught fire, and quite a few players were going to this exact table and buying in for weird sums of money, hoping for the same outcome. And yes, they got the same outcome because, again, this person was not big on counting. Either was the supervisor, and so a few of you made out, you know, really flipping well. So if you're looking for that kind of experience, well, hey, there you go. Just figure out, you know, where to go, what party pit to uh, evolve it in. David can't tell you. <laughs> Oh, God, what an innocent face he has, huh? I mean, look with that haircut. It looks just, he looks so innocent. All right, anyways. So party pits aren't what they're, you know, because at the end of the day, after about five or ten minutes, you know, I want to win some money. I want to play. I want to create opportunity. But that's up to you. Whatever you're there for, God bless you. All right. The, ne- the next thing is the deals. Don't touch those mini bars. That's no deal. That's the worst deal in town. Those mini bars have, a lot of them have sensors. The minute you move something off that sensor, you own it, okay? So, like, Whatever it is, a bottle of water, you know, Reese's. And, and if they have the sensors, those sensors aren't cheap. So, like, I pulled a, a bottle of water out of a top-tier casino. It was $6. And it wasn't even a big bottle. It was 6 flipping dollars. Another one is, like, a candy. I thought the chips would be, you know, 3 bucks, not $5. So uh, those mini bars are not there for your benefit. They're there for the casino's benefit, the hotel's benefit. Go buy your stuff at the 7-Eleven across the street and bring it up in a nice plastic bag. Fit in with the rest of us, all right? Uh, or better yet, just bring it into your luggage with you. Stop at the flipping Walmart on the way to the Aria and, you know, squeeze it in. I know, you know people want convenience, dude. Uh, people want convenience. You know what I mean? 
Th those mini bars must make a mint. Absolute flipping no, mint. You know what's worse? When they have like that mini fridge in your your hotel room that yep. that's full of stuff, but you move a single no, thing. That's what I'm. What the hell do you think I'm talking about here? That's exactly. Is that what, what they're I'm, called? They're called mini bars. Yeah, it's a mini bar. I thought bar, you were talking about something fridge. completely different. No, no, yeah. You move anything in that fridge, dude. It's all yours. Those aren't deals. They're not there for your benefit. If you think that the the casino was being really like generous and be like, holy crap, they left you a stocked fridge. Yeah, no, get over it and move on because that's not there for you. That's there for them, okay? Uh, but, hey, you got a lot of extra money to spend. You hit the big jackpot. I mean, go for it. All right. The next thing is drink prices, You, as, if you don't know, have gone through the roof, dude. Uh, no more dollar beers. Uh, so uh, expect to pay a little more. So those of you still getting sticker shock from the beer and the margaritas or the specialty cocktails, there's one for you. There's a few casinos, $30 for a specialty cocktail, like literally a little sippy cup and uh, a guy, you know, whisted and seafoam and hand agitated and the whole thing. They got all the adjectives. By the time you're reading the description, it really just has two different types of, uh, you know, alcohol and some little sippy straw and umbrella and bam, 30 bucks, dude. I, I need to open one of those businesses. Holy crap. And people fill them up. People love them, dude. Uh, yeah, but anyway, so those those drinks on the strip now the next thing you know because this is gonna be on my petty list forever is the damn resort fees, dude. Um, I listen. <laughs> the the when I finally get into the when I finally can afford a top tier property and uh, do the resort fee, um, and when they some of them include access to the spa, I'm gonna come down in the middle of the night with my robe and my tidy whities <laughs> I'm going to walk my ass downstairs to that spot, and I'm going to get my feet right there into the dam. You know what I mean? I'm going to just kick some water. I'm going to enjoy myself. It's, hey, listen, sp free spa access, dude. Some people there are paying outrageous sums of money to be part of that spot. I got it in my resort fees. I'm in. That's my coupon. What do you think? <laughs> some of them give you locker access. You can actually access. Imagine that. You just start storing all your dirty laundry in the <laughs> locker at the spa. <laughs> You just like every day you're walking downstairs depositing some dirty underwear Look, and I, socks. I'm surprised huh. that when you, when you go to like you know hotel or something. Yeah. Well, I want to maximize everything. Dude. Yeah, that you don't do that because like you you would be the it. person to be like it. you know what I need to get my value. If I'm paying for the resort fees, I better go yeah, out. No. No. Yeah. Hundred percent. Like you know, like Embassy Suites, they have that free happy hour, right? One hour you can just drink your ass off. Uh, I don't know. Do they still have it? I'm pretty sure they still have it. And so, like, that whole place, the whole lobby fills up at 5 o'clock. Whatever the happy hour is, the whole lobby is just full of drugs, dude. Everybody getting hammered. Right at 6 o'clock, it clears out. 6.01, there's not a soul to be seen. <laughs> the same thing with breakfast. So they have this free, you know, a breakfast buffet, whatever the hell it is. And they got to monitor the door because that became a thing. So people would just walk in off the street like they belong there. Like, who, who's to know? It's the whole lobby. You just sit down. As long as you know you dress like you belong, you just get yourself a free snack and you know eat and leave. You know, uh, yeah. I'm all in. Well, the, we have a couple of questions. Go. Number one, uh, BMW George says, "What casino has European roulette on their casino?" Well, it used to be the Cromwell had it. That was the one default. Um, Resorts World has it. Resorts World has it on the floor, right? You don't have to go to Crockford's. But even if you do, if you're playing, if you're playing single zero and twenty-five, a guy just talked to me today was at Aria. Well, if you if you're gonna come in five grand, go upstairs, get on the floor, play SR. I mean, at, at five grand, if you're playing at you know bigger, higher tiers, I, I would do your research. I get on SR. I mean, clearly that's a thing. Uh, doesn't Cosmo and Aria have it? Cosmo and Aria, of course. Yeah, all all top tier properties have. It just depends on. 
it depends on where they start the game. Win has it too, uh, you know, and many times it's in their high limit pit. But high limit is twenty five bucks. I mean, if you're playing at twenty five straight up, I mean, you could play it. You know, that's true. And plus, a lot of uh, a lot of those systems, you're playing a lot of money there. Yeah. So if you're playing and you're playing hundreds, if you're doing these thirty five hundred dollar, five thousand dollar buy, get on an SR table, figure it out beforehand. Call the casino, get on the floor. And ask them to go. Hey, don't sit on the regular floor and double zero. I mean, that's it. Just seems so silly. Like that just seems like you're throwing away money. I mean, you know, some people don't care. You know, uh, uh, this. Sadly, there's no crap tables in VIP because they don't want to move those around. They don't have Alex here to move tables around for you. <laughs> if he's out there, he's so <laughs> Poor Alex. Poor. We're what? like Alex. We need a crap table up here on uh, floor number five. Can you uh, bring it up for us? He's like, yeah, right away, sir. I'm on my way. <laughs> By the way, complete side note, but moving yeah. a fourteen foot craft table is rough. rough. We, and we moved it over. We moved it up an escalator. We had to hold the damn thing over our head. <laughs> oh, no, dude, that, dude, that was rough, buddy. And uh, Alex is like, should we should we just leave the escalator moving? Or no, that, that wouldn't have worked. Out uh, well. It was funny because then we move a twelve foot and we're like, oh, this is nothing. Yeah, like, yeah. no, that we got the fourteen footer out of the way. Twelve foot was easy. Uh, David Go. says, do you have cell tax in Las Vegas? Yes, we do. We do have sales tax. If you stay on the strip, by the way, there's a lot of fees. There's room fees. There's all sorts of fees because they just they milk the the casinos basically pay a lot of the bills for the state, and so they're they're always getting any new fee that comes down the pipe. It gets whacked. The hotels, the casinos usually get whacked first. We definitely have use taxes all over the place. Be careful, by the way, because there are these assessed fees now that are not part of law that a lot that some businesses are adding. So some restaurants, and I've heard of some hotels have been adding sort of this, these sort of side fees. You know, make sure when they do that. Again, you, you got to just talk. Like, you, you know, if it's two bucks, a lot of people just, if it's two dollars, it falls under the radar. Nobody cares. I probably would miss it, this kind of thing. But, you know, again, a lot of times it's just you have to communicate. If you go to a restaurant, so I know of a restaurant here locally that was adding this sort of adjustment. Uh, they were adjusting bills based on, I, I don't know what the hell it was based on, but that, that's not fair. If you want to adjust the price, you adjust the price on the menu so people know what they're getting into, right? Uh, and, and they go from there. You can't just like arbitrarily after the fact add some fee. I mean, that's just the silliest thing, see? That's the kind of BS I wanted to fight against here. You know, just not just here, pretty much everywhere. Car dealerships, for example, they talk to you. Car dealerships out here have a $500 dock fee that they say, oh, it's a standard. It, it's not required by, there's no law in this state that has a dock fee. They make you think that there is, but there, there's nothing. And it doesn't approach $500. Like, so if you assume that they're going to go to the DMV and register and do all this stuff, it's not a $500 cost, right? Um, yeah, so those, those are the kinds of the BS, BS stuff we, we like to fight against. But anyways. What else uh, you got? Uh, David said, do you uh, do casinos charge for the fridge juice in the room? Not if it's not a mini bar. If it's just a fridge, you, you, you're fully allowed to use it. Yeah, so some, some properties, you just don't have a fridge or they have the mini fridge. A lot of times you have to upgrade now to get. So some of the off, like Alexis Park, for example, or St. Tropez, some of these off strip places will have a fridge and you open it up. There's nothing in the fridge. It's an old school fridge. It's not, you know, it, it's not a newer fridge. Uh, and right away, you know that it's just it's just there for your use, um, and it'll be empty and it'll be part of the amenities. But the the two things that well, let's say three things that have really disappeared a lot in uh, from rooms that used to be sort of standard. Uh, you know, there's no microwave uh, unless you upgrade to a suite. There's no there's no fridge uh, other than the mini fridge. They love the mini fridge. Even even some of these older properties have been putting in mini fridges. And again, they'll assess the 
uh, even if they don't have sensors, if you pull that water out, you own it. You know, they'll charge you after the fact before they close out your car. That's what that deposit's for. And the other thing is the damn coffee pots. Like they no longer because they have a Starbucks downstairs, and then and then you want they want you to wait in line at oh, Starbucks. Oh yeah, they don't. Forever. Yeah, they don't give you a Keurig anymore. They like or a Keurig. And the Keurig costs like if you whack that pod, forget about it. Another another thing. So they they have a pod in your room. Some of them will have a Keurig, and they'll have the pods. But if you if you break the seal in that pod, you you know again you're gonna get charged. More for the one pod than I'm like, you know, not a box of pods, but it gets absurd. That's one of the things. I'm a big coffee drinker, if you didn't know. And uh, that irritates me. I bring my own flippin' coffee pot. I literally pack a portable coffee pot with some portable flippin'. Look at them. Look at them. Look at them. I got the whole, I got the whole setup because I like my coffee semi-fresh. As fresh as Folgers can get, just so you know. Because, uh, you know, Folgers. I'm, I mean, I just like it easy. I, I have a Keurig. Then an espresso machine. I can't keep that not to break it keeps breaking on me i don't know what the hell i'm doing wrong but um i bring my own pot i'm i'm just done i don't understand and not because i i would go to starbucks if it wasn't for the fact that there's 200 other people at starbucks at nine o'clock in the morning and i got other i got other shit to do like literally that you know what i mean oh tyson asks when do you think uh we'll get five uh five dollar table minimums on craps again yeah it's gonna be a minute I mean, that's the thing. One well, of the biggest things I... Well, go ahead. You know, you can go to Ellis Island. That's a good Go to one. Ellis Island. On this trip, you're not going to see five bucks for a long time. I, I really think we're about... I, I would say six months. Well, when I say long time, relatively speaking, six months to a year. The casinos have been having it too good. The winds have been up. You know what? It's interesting because the casinos risk less by raising table minimums and maintaining table limits. So if you have a $300,000, $500,000 table limit... But your minimum now is $10, $25. What ends up happening is you're squeezing the average player. So for many of you that come out here, you don't have a system, bankroll, or anything else that approaches $10, $15, $25 table. And the wins in Vegas have been literally off the charts. So a lot of casinos have just been, uh, and casino managers have been you know, doing this kind of thing and been really enjoying the big wins. Because, of course, it's big wins because everybody's playing short money. Like uh, if you're... If you're someone that comes to Vegas and you you know you come up to the casino, you pay for three hundred dollars at a time or two hundred dollars at a time, but now you're on a fifteen to twenty five dollar game. You know what are you going to play? That's why that's why a lot of these um, you know a lot of these hedging systems have become more popular. People feel like they could stay in stay in action a little better, uh, but not necessarily true, of course. Uh, but th this is this is the real takeaway for me because again, I, I think it's. I think they're taking the heart out of the, the, the casino environment, you know, and I, I think they're playing ultimately there. If people come to expect that this is the new default and then when they come to Vegas, they're not here to really create opportunity. They're not really to pay. There's no expectation of win. The, the more people come here and make a deposit, I think the less incentive there is, you know, then then the incentives changes to where you're just coming for the food. You're coming from the shows, that kind of thing, and less so for table games. So I think long term. Uh, I would be very excited for these casinos to get back to $5. Even $10 games. Uh, all these $15, $25, $100 games on the weekend is absurd. Uh, I've seen some lower-tier, mid-tier properties, $50 starting bets. I think that's absolutely ridiculous. And and then you see there, you're, you're out there and you see them dead because they just want the one player that's willing to come in and just screw it and call it a day. I used to do it at Casino Arizona. When I lived in Arizona, Casino Arizona was one of the very first casinos. Gila River, Casino Arizona. Those are the only two casinos near where I lived. And, and the tables would fill up, the blackjack tables would fill up because that's all they really had. And then you would wait. And while you were waiting, they had 25 cent lucky 
or $1, $2 machines to play. You know? So ultimately, I just stopped going uh, because it was just too much. Or I would, I would wait longer before I would go. I would make my visits less and less because I, I don't want to be stuck on a $1, $2 machines waiting two hours for a blackjack table. Um, that's not a thing. I, I think it's, it's, really, it's really disappointing. I recently talked to a casino manager, and, and I think this as a trend is terrible, but I do think that's going to change. I, I do think once the Palms opens up again under uh, Sam Manuel, and I, I think once all these independent operators, Fontainebleau, for example, is coming online. Uh, you have the Mirage, of course, being bought by the Hard Rock, the Seminoles. They're going to want to be more competitive. So the, the more there's independent ownership, the more competitive Vegas will be. And I think there's going to be a return to some value. And I think most of us will enjoy that. So as much as this pandemic has invited lots of weird, you know, people have like, you know, got a bit uh, strung out on stimulus checks and came here and blew their minds. I mean, it's amazing what what went on in Vegas for a while. Most of us thought the casinos would get whacked. The real estate market was going to get whacked. Everyone's going to stay unemployed, but that, that didn't work out. People came here. They spent money. They gambled. All these things happened. But now I think the real life is starting to catch up, and, and the diversification of the strip is a really good sign. For someone like myself, for most of you, I have to believe that that's true. And for our school, I, I think that's also a really positive sign. Um, I, I just I want to see these 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 tables that I, I want I want casinos to recognize that the tables is the heart. These are the heart and the soul, the front line of a casino. Besides the front desk, are these tables, this whole experience that that all of us, that you guys, being you know hopefully you're fans of the channel, or you just love my soothing voice. It's, that's not that's less so, but uh, yeah. Uh, where did I leave off? Uh, well, yeah, you, you went on a whole rant about I that. I could, I could but, go on But forever, really quickly, I, I do, I, I do want to add a little bit to it. It's a go. little bit of a shame because, um. Wow, your hair is fantastic. Oh anyways, anyways it's a little bit go. of a shame because the reason being is, um, you know, people like me who are, you know, turning 21, going to be on a, you know, casino floor at some point, aren't going to go play craps. Aren't going to go play any of these table games. And I, I, I'm gifted to be here and have, you know, people to teach me and, and learn and I get to learn for free. But wait a minute, wait a minute, free? What's going on? Wait, what? Anyways, go ahead. But, uh, you know, I don't know. I think it's a shame that, that if the table minimums are too high, there's not going to be a new generation of craps players. There's, yeah. I, and I personally fell in love with the game of craps, so I, I think... Uh, yeah, it's not craps anymore, dude. You can't... It, it, well, I used to, I used to, play, I used to deal. I dealt a twenty-five cent game for at least the first two years that I was a dealer, which I think contributed to me, you know, being very uh, having some dexterity on the game, having some knowledge and control of the game. It really evolved me into a great, great crap. And when it was twenty-five cents, it was a lot of play. It was a really exciting game for those of you who are older and remember the dollar tables or even you know the consistent five-dollar tables. There were people. People would really fill up the game. I mean, there there were eight people aside, lots of cheering. People had money to stay and enjoy themselves and make that outing, you know, last. Nowadays, not so much. People they're out, they play for an hour, they have to leave because they have no more money, uh, and they have to move on. And um, you know, I think that's that's a takeaway. And like you said, I mean, that, that's a thing. What's amazing is the casinos are still hiring. I mean, the, the hiring is going on. There's a lot of demand for dealers. A lot of older dealers got whacked. Or, or, or just uh, decided to retire. And when I say whacked, I mean just decided to retire. I shouldn't have used the word whack. Like, you know, oh my God, they all dropped dead. <laughs> um, no, no. Um, I mean, there's, there's a lot of retired dealers. Yeah. Who, and that, that left a lot of room. By the way, fun fact of the day, I, I love saying this. 
it was always more dealer jobs than dealers way before COVID. Uh, yeah. So it's even more so true now. Yeah, that's true. Even poker rooms have uh, come online now. And a lot of poker rooms are closing or diminishing, and now those are coming back. So that's good. All right, what else do we got? We have any Q&A? All right, best. Well, I, I got a couple of things. Go. Alan Torres says, well, Casino, uh, Casino Quest Hotel and Casino have a bird game tables. 100%, dude. I would love that, dude. I would really love that. I, I mean, there's so many people. We, we, we would do it as a, um, I mean, so th- I mean, I, this is like a thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you wouldn't make a ton of money, but who cares? We would have low limits, bird game, and we would play it for the attraction. It would be fantastic. It, uh, people would have so much fun, dude. I bet we would have to, like, you would have to reserve a spot. That's how busy it would be. Yeah, no, you, you would have you to would make have your, to your reservation online. Yeah. Sadly, by the time we get that done, I mean, every bird game deal is going to be, like, passed away. You know what I mean? Well, we got you to train them. By the way, uh, we, we wanted to do a, like a bird game. Uh, I have another a friend of mine who also was a bird game dealer, and we're thinking about doing a um, a bird game, dealing a bird game, showing you what it's like, letting everybody bet. We'd have to get some new checks so that we could there would be actual twenty five cent checks to move. But I think it'd be a lot of fun. You guys would love it. Uh, even the dime game, missed art, dime game even more so. By the way, I never dealt a dime game. Thank God, that was a lot of work. But the way that the dime games were dealt was very, very unique. So they didn't have dime checks. Uh, so it was a lot of fun to see them working those dimes. It was quite stunning, quite uh, honestly. Can uh, you imagine that? Yeah, no. It must have been interesting. I can't, I could only imagine like the way you explained to me them spitting the dimes around the oh, table. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. I would love to recreate that. All right. What else you got? This is all the Q&A. Go ahead. Ask away. Anything. I'm open for anything as long as I don't get canceled. Uh, Susan says, does Jerry's have uh, $5 tables? Yes, they do. And sometimes even they do. three. And even $3. Uh, during the pandemic, so much five bucks. But uh, yeah, David, we, David's over there. He's old, you know, he is, uh, he's a dealer, crap dealer. And uh, he's now table games director over there. And uh, yeah, he totally believes in just access and getting people around the game. And so $5 table is totally a thing. They have some really wonderful people over there. So, so far, it's been a really great relationship with our dealers. We haven't heard anything negative, so this is good. And good food. Uh, John says, that's why Casino Quest is your best bet. Why pay $25 minimum bets, you know? Just come to Casino Quest. You know, it's... By the way, that's our, our John, 21, 21 That's our John? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's why we love John. Uh, yeah, I mean, so here we have a lot of regulars that come here to play, work on strategies, evolve. We have a few people that come here just to enjoy... They're just tired of losing their money at the casino, so they still love the table games, especially dice, so they come here and play some dice. So that's always the thing. By the way, we also have Crapsy. I, I keep forgetting Crapsy. We're going to start playing this on a weekly basis. Is Chuck out there? We uh, I'm going to actually be the host, uh, not this Wednesday, but starting next Wednesday. Give this. Uh, it's now mobile-friendly. So if you haven't been to Crapsy.com and downloaded it, and you can play for free, or you can pay to play. We have some a lot of exciting news coming. So right now it's all about upgrading the software platform, making it mobile friendly, and creating like the best possible experience. But that's all coming together. A lot of really, you guys have had some wonderful feedback, and the 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 software has been upgraded tremendously. It's uh it's fantastic. It's really a lot of fun. In fact, it, it now it's it's got that that fun factor where you can see. You can go back and see how other people are doing. There's this whole competitive bent to it. In fact, uh, we gotta we gotta get Dennis back to work uh, quite a few times during the day because he he pulled, You got your phone out right well, now. Well, no, I'm gonna show him. I'm gonna show him. Oh there. I'm God. gonna show him. You're gonna show him. You can pull it up on your screen. What do you do? No, no, I was gonna show them on my phone. 
Oh, you're gonna show them on your phone? Yeah, it's really improved. It's fantastic software, so we're really hoping you guys love this. Because ultimately, uh, we're gonna create our own uh, tournament, and we're gonna have a lot of fun with it and bring you guys out here. So Crapsy is now on Android. Here, I might, I might have to get it's closer. Out, yeah, it looks great. Yeah, no, yeah. Yep. Can they see it? Oh, yeah. I forgot you had a camera over there. Dude. Uh, yeah, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, Android. That's the Android version. Hello. Mobile friendly. It's only on Android, by the way. You should say that. It's, it's not on iOS yet. Yeah, it's only on Android. It's coming to iOS in a minute. You know Apple. They got their, their hands and everything, so it's going to take a second to get there. All right, what else do we got? What else can I answer? We got to give something away. Oh, Ooh, we got to give this away. Everybody's waiting for the big news. After this, we'll get, we'll let everybody go if they want to go, and then we'll have the the big news for everyone who's left. Because we do have some big news with our with our team and our channel. Big, so big. How big? <sighs> Not big enough. All right. What? Well, we're gonna give these away. Let's give them away. Say hello. Um, did we give? Did we send out? Did we mail out everything from last week? I don't think everything, but we met up most of it. Most of it? All right. Um, we got a $5 super chat. Thank you. I would try to pronounce your name, but I can't. Uh, I think it's funny that the travels near me has a $10, $10 crack, but $2 roulette seems like a little backwards to me. Oh, really? $10 crab table, $2 roulette game. Yeah, that's completely backwards. Everybody's got their own thing going, man. This is all mentality. People ask me all the time, like, why would you have a $25 table and no players? I, I agree 100%. So clearly they're they're holding out hope that the guy will come in or people will just say, hey, screw it, I'm going to come in $25. But most of us, that's not a thing. I would much rather have a busy $5 table than zero people on a $25 game. You know, it makes no sense. Well, uh, JFO, because earlier you were saying uh, the giveaway is for nothing, so he just wants the word to be nothing. Nothing? I'm in. For nothing. There Type nothing go, in the chat if you want a chance yep. to win this. Uh, spam nothing, and we are going to give away our uh, Koi Fish uh, 2022 coin and our our Bitcoin. For those of you still looking to collect your first Bitcoin, here it is uh, in, in, in a pseudo gold format. All right. I mean, while they're spamming in the chat, you want yes. to talk about the, the Oh, news? the news, our, our news. All right, so uh, for those of you who don't already know or haven't been to our Vegas Tycoon thing, Timmy is leaving. He's still going to have a role. He's still dear, near and dear to our heart. He's still part of this business. But he is uh, kind of uh, handing off the apron strings to his buddy Dennis and Jet, who are <laughs> the only options. The only options, <laughs> I know. I was, at, I was at lunch the other day, and I mentioned that Dennis was the only option. But I meant it in a good way, but it didn't come out well. And uh, not because he's the only by default, which he is the only option, which is if he's a fantastic only option. Yeah, he's our, our top lead admin. He's our only lead admin. He's our number <laughs> one lead admin. But anyway, so Timmy is going to be heading off to uh, Japan. You won't be seeing him a lot in the movies. He uh, has a girlfriend in Japan. He's looking to start a family and, and sort of move on. He's got some other things that he's working on as well. So Also, he, side note, because yep. I, I did see this in the Tycoon vlog. If you're worried about Timmy never dealing a blackjack challenge, he, he he's not that he's never gonna do it. It's just will be a more rare occasion. Yeah, it's gonna be much rarer. Yeah, we're gonna have to pay for him to fly out here and do it. So it's gonna be never. It's never. It's never. That's what that is. Can you imagine sending me the bill for the your airplane from Japan? I'd be like, oh my god, are you kidding me? 
No, no. See, because you're you're David. You would just you would just figure out when he gets here, like uh, when he's gonna does visit Spirit Vegas. Airline uh, fly to Japan. Can no, 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 that? no. You wouldn't even. You wouldn't Is there even, a boat he can get on that's COVID free? You wouldn't even figure out like like a, his transportation. You would just conveniently yeah. know when he comes to Vegas. Oh, that's so. So you don't have to pay for it. That's a hundred percent. Yeah, that's a hundred percent. So Anyways. we're going to miss Timmy. We love Timmy. He's been near and dear. A lot of you guys have come to know him or not know him because he kind of lives under a rock. But, uh, yeah, we're going to miss Timmy. Um, Timmy's been a fantastic uh, part of this uh, business. So we're definitely going to miss him. All right, well, let's put a stop to the whole spam because I'm well, sure they're spammed out. Go ahead, stop. Uh, one through 20. All right, what's Timmy? What's a, what's a good number for Timmy? What's a timification number? Uh, well, 21, but there's 21? No, there but, is no 21. Yeah. Give me a number I can work with here, buddy, okay? Uh, work seven? with me. Seven? Seven is the number. Bam. Wow. Linda S., you're the winner. Really? That's fantastic. That's a, is that L a name? L Linda S. Oh, Linda S.? Oh, crap. Right. Right. You sure it's not rigged? That sounds like it's rigged, dude. Did you uh, did you not pick her on purpose? I, I, I picked I number seven. I, I now picked think number it's seven. I'm, I'm thinking it's rigged, dude. Everyone's. It's like when Alan Toy came up as a winner the other day. That was completely f f f f f f f. Anyways, all right. So there we go. So congratulations, Linda. Thank you so much, and uh, thank you for being a part. By the way, we probably old into a lot of stuff. Anyway, so there you go. Uh, well, we need to go pick up a slot machine for, but we need to make a trip out. Oh crap! Oh, that's that, Linda. Oh yes. my god. Uh, yeah, yeah, we got to get the hell out of here. Find enough a couple days in a week. All right, so what else do we got? That's it. I think that's it. Do you guys have any more questions? I mean, I'm here for you. Whatever you need, whatever you got, we're uh, we're all about it. Just By the tell way, me. Really yes? quick side note: if you guys like the show, leave a like button. It tells us that you like this type of show and it lets us know to keep going. Yeah, because we want to keep going. We love this. We love you guys. We love being part of this experience. We love uh, doing whatever we can. And, um, yeah, hoping to keep it going. All right. Uh, everybody stay safe. Be well. Win lots of money. Come to Vegas to have fun. Come see us here at Casino Quest if you have the time or the inkling. And, again, uh, we can't thank you enough from the bottom of our heart. If, uh, if you are interested in becoming a dealer, come down to CEG Dealer School. And, please, if you're interested in being a dealer and want to give us a call, use, use our CEG Dealer School phone for that. Uh, those of you working on systems, that kind of thing, that's Casino Quest. Just so you know, different things, different things, because uh, we have to reserve that phone for uh, people interested in being in dealers or for our dealers or our students, that kind of thing. And uh, thank you so much, and we'll see you next time. Take care. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.